Wakey, wakey, Iggy Biggie. Tis the Smod Coast Morning Show, blasting awesome sauce all over your interwebs. Marty did it. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Smod Coast Morning Show. Marty's a hero. Tuesday morning edition. Will Wilkins is a hero because he told me to restart it. And Will Wilkins is a hero. <laughs> that fixed it. Thank you, Will. Um, I have no responsibilities here whatsoever. We, uh, I, I should have introduced this as follows. Um, Welcome to the broadcast with Marty Bill and the Krugs. Ruma dicks. Uh, it's a Ruma dicks today, including Bruno's ballless dick. And, um, Ooh, that's a horrible Brooklyn band if I ever heard one. Ballless dick. Bruno's ballless Bruno, dick. Yeah. Um, hey, who's that sitting across from us? I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. It's I. Does it's he me. speak? Yeah. I don't. Right. I don't hear myself. But uh, <laughs> oh, there you go. There we go. I still don't hear myself. Yeah. No. You, yeah. Have, you haven't been here for the new. Oh. Version, have you? Yeah. Where, where's James? Where, when's that? Oh, yeah. When, he just went out for cigarettes. He'll be back any second. <laughs> yeah. This uh, beta testing's great, but uh, where the fuck's James? Hey, and I remember to press record, everybody. Um, oh, where's James? The, indeed. Where's the checklist of what we have to do today? This is a very. Oh, that's what I should do. Checklists. That's that's the. Ooh. Thing to do. This is a very special um, innovations dedicated episode. We have uh, our Indiegogo up and running, and oh, I thought a fan died. Oh, I got sad for a second. No, <laughs> dedicating no. it to our fans live on. Darren Husted is still with us. Husted, Husted, yeah, whatever. Of course, Darren is running the Tumblr with Tyson. This episode is dedicated to Darren Husted. No, it's no. not. Uh, Sorry, this, I checked out for a second. This, uh, the, if you want to go to the Tumblr, that's TuesdaysMornings.tumblr.com. Follow along on Twitter at Nooner Dan Marty, or you can email us at noonerpodcast at gmail.com um, because we believe in strong branding. Set your DNS to 255.0.0.0. No, that's, what a, IP address that's can... a bullshit IP address there. <laughs> that's no. a... um, 192.186. I didn't say IP address, I said DNS. That's not a real DNS number, though. It's a... I don't get either of those that jokes, is. I'll be honest. <laughs> Right. Somebody out there, Dan. Domain, domain name service. There you go. Yeah, but those point to IP addresses. Yes. Make sure your TP, TCP. All right. Sorry. IP welcome address. to welcome to Netheads uh, Part Two. Well, there we are, are we are, are a shitload of computers in yes, this room. This are, is uh, amazing. So yeah. many cords. Many many. Know, a cords. lot of cords. A lot of computers. Thanks to the Indiegogo um, contributions, we were able to purchase a little uh, Chromebook for. Um, this, this are you trying to recate the set of pi that's this yeah, looks like exactly. this apartment here <laughs> no it's, it's like it's, it's are you trying to figure out some algorithm yeah. that will figure out the stock market that's what it looks like it's going on fair here. enough and eh, we're going to talk about doctor who but this close, close enough is uh this show is dedicated to louisa in, in new jersey ah lou we love you lou and it's a special birthday episode for her and for all of you other stalkers out there, we will get to you as we go along. And this episode is dedicated to Lou in New Jersey. Happy birthday, Lou, and thanks for your support. Yes, really appreciate it. But first, if you just listened to the show for the first time, we uh, this is a two-hour-long, just screeching conversation of uh, little little uh, substance and a lot of um, sturm and drang. Isn't that the term? What? Sturm and Drang. No. No. Strom Thurmond? Straight. No. Uh, Look up Sturm and Drang on the... On Storm the, Drain. I went to right. state school. I don't Stormtrooper. Know. Look up... Look at... There's a machine right in front of you. Look up Sturm and Drang. It's, God, the machine in front of me is to interact with the fans on Twitter. 
All right. What does it mean, Marty? Why don't you just tell me? <laughs> you know. Uh, or you uh, don't know what it means. Yeah, noise and thunder. And okay, yeah, of, yeah. That's, I forget that, what that's, it, a, that's an apt description of yes. what, what transpires here. Yeah. Let's see, if I knew what it actually meant, then that would be bringing <laughs> substance. Ah, there we <laughs> so, go. I'd say we're sound and fury, for, uh, signifying nothing. There you go. Oh, Mr. Brown <laughs> Universal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Little sound of um, By nothing. the way, good morning to Candace, who wonders why we're not at... Um, Game Developers Conference? I don't know why we're not. GDC? Because none of us are. Oh, were, were you supposed to be at GDC? No, I'm, I've never gotten invited to any of these things. I had to pay my own way to the Comic-Cons I did go to. Um, <laughs> and I told you that story, didn't I? Where I went up to the Lost Planet booth and the producer was autographing a poster of me. And yeah. I was like, thanks. thanks. Good to know that this was all happening. I had to pay my own way in. Thanks, guys. And Renee's missing the show. Um, sorry about that. Um, Scott. Darren, of course, and Jeff, and Jeff, and Lou, and Jenny Murray, and everybody Lou else. of the dedication, Lou? I'll let it do Lou of the dedication, Lou. Um, I'm going to dedicate my whole day to Lou. Yeah. Well, so anyhow, um, I have some questions. So about your, your beliefs. You do believe in uh, separation of church and state? Oh, you go right into it still. There's wow. <laughs> I forgot. I thought there was five minutes of chit-chat. Okay, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Go okay, on. do okay. you believe in progressive taxation? What does that mean? You know, um, like rich people get pay more in taxes. No, I don't believe in that. You don't? I'm a libertarian. Absolutely not. You're smiling. <laughs> you absolutely believe in that. Okay, yeah, sure. And do you believe in environmental re- regulation? No. Shut up. Let's, let's let's wrap as as the okay. NASA report of of last week. Let's just wrap what, this up. What are you setting us up to say? Yeah. Well, we I, okay. What's the trick? Okay. What's the angle? No, no, but these are. Tell me when you think. I'm Does this lead something. to Crimea? Is this then? No, 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 no. Well, and do you believe in like public school and? No. Does everyone else get the Clash song card sheet stuck in their head every time we talk about Crimea? From the hundred year war, war to the the Crimea. I've had that song stuck in my head for a week. Yeah. Um, so I have no problem with the issues in Russia because it, it puts hot jams in my head. Nice. Um, Sorry, you were saying? In Social Security, government-funded health care. No, um, and no. Keep going. Yeah. Well, so you're asking him if he's a Democrat. No, well... The, if he's a big government Democrat. The thing is, if you believe in these things, you're even more than a Democrat. You're, you're a liberal. Progressive. No, a liberal. Okay, liberal. But see... And that's a dreaded thing to to be. And like so many people say, oh, well, I'm a progressive. And it's sort of like it's it's a, a code thing because liberal has become an evil word uh, for the. It's like pro life instead of anti abortion. Exactly, exactly. And so back in the day, like there was pride in being instead a liberal, of like N word instead of right brother. You can no, you can look. I mean, th- that, that's the thing. Like, wait, wait, wait. I can what. You can say nigger. Oh, you said it. Oh, it's terrible. You can't. Yeah. In the context of this conversation, it works. I would have said nigger with an A. All right. Mm. Well, yeah. So like every time in Congress, the Republicans, they will say this extreme pinko liberal reform, you know, and they're well, they've branded it beautifully. Yeah. And then on Fox News, they made it the uh, L word. Right. And Fox News, they don't say liberal without saying nut job or fascist before it. You know, even yeah. though fascism has nothing to do with liberalism. On, on, on right. where? I'm sorry, where? Fox yes, News. That's, no, 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 no. A Fox. Just Fox. There's no news there. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, it's yeah. the propaganda now. But it's a, it's a way to distinguish it from Fox, which sports. actually... Fox Sports Ohio? Fox Sports Ohio. Very little sports <laughs> on Fox News. Yeah. But they, um, they do show actual sports on Fox Sports. Yeah. No, that's, that's true. Oh, um, it is trash day. It is trash day. Yeah, I was going to bring your barrel in, but I figured you'd just kind of leave it out all week. 
And I don't leave this equipment out all week. Yeah. I do put it away because in case I have guests. In case a, a, a Tinder oh. hookup finally comes to fruition. Damn it. I haven't been in the tragic kingdom here in a long time. Yeah, this is fun. It's I am still, enjoying it's it. It's still tragic. <laughs> Um, yeah, so like even I was using the term progressive, and then you know um, George McGovern was saying like how he hates uh, he's a the uh, senator from from uh, Minnesota who ran in seventy. Uh, I know isn't he dead? No, no, uh, I think he's dead, yeah. or he's or he's wow, in his nineties. He, he ran his campaign from beyond the grave in seventy two. He ran against Nixon and he's got alive demolished. And yes, yes, we yeah. all we all know the McGovern Nixon. Right, we all know that. Debacle. That was Debacle. the year my mother was a delegate. Really? Yeah. Yeah, for McGovern. <laughs> we'll get to your mother later. I got some oh. questions. Uh, and so, you know, he said, I hate that word because it, it, it is like hiding. You know, just embrace liberalism. And at the same time, I feel like there's labels are, are, are kind of, uh, are, are kind of, uh, we can get so involved in label labels. You know, like, like uh, right now, like Facebook had um, this thing where they, you know, you can pick what gender you are on, on Facebook. They have this drop down. No, you, you can pick what gender you're portrayed as on Facebook. Exactly. Yes. No, see, that's, you can't go on Facebook and like, make me a woman. Right, right, like, right. My, it's coming. Yeah. It's coming, but we're not there yet. So, Soon. you know, it, it was traditionally two, and now there are over 50 yes. gender options yeah. um, that you can portray 50, yourself 50 out. gender options? Yes. I'm BBW. <laughs> Look it up, Mark. Yeah, I know what big, beautiful okay. women are. Yeah, I'm DTF. Um, yeah, we know that. That's yeah. not a gender, though. No, that's my gender. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm trisexual. <laughs> yeah, I'll fuck anything. No, I'll try. I know what the joke is. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah, so you can be bisexual or by gender. You can be gender queer, gender fluid, gender questioning, gender nonconforming. What's gender queer? Um, that's what uh, I am. Is it different than just being queer? Well, that's the. And you can be male, you can be cis male, you can be cis man, cisgender male. What's cis? Cisgender man. That means uh, that you were uh, genetically born or biologically born as a male. So cis male as opposed to trans male. So, but what's the difference between cis male and cis man? That seems like splitting pubic hairs. Um, well, you can be trans, you can be trans asterisk. Trans male, trans asterisk male, trans man, trans asterisk man, trans person. Trans or you could get the fuck off Facebook because no one fucking transgender cares. Transgender male, transgender man, person, and masculine. So, yeah, and these are things that, like, it, it can be infuriating. And yet infuriate. somewhere, someone is pissed off because they're feeling left out. Uh, absolutely. And, and this is what, you know, what's called the identity politics where people really get involved in these labels. <laughs> I want to be a weathered twink. <laughs> a weather twink? Weathered twink. A weather twink? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah or a pre-cub. I'm not fat. I'm a little hairy, but I'm not fat, right. but I'm getting there. A, a hairless cub? But like a twink is cute, but I'm a, all a old now, so I'm a weathered. Pre-pubescent weathered, weathered cub. Twink. Weathered cub. Or, or a pre-otter, which is a gay term I've oh, yeah. of recent yeah. couple of years. Yeah, that's good. But, that's wonderful. And, you know... It, I, it, it seems very sort of uh, freshman year of college where I'm exploring my right. who I am. Um, and I'm, I'm exploring it in a very external manner right. so that everyone can see my exploration that no one cares about. But then, yeah, and that's the ultimately, I'll call you whatever you want to be called. <laughs> you know, just like, like I have my limits. Don't call me a chink. Don't call me a oriental. Nig- a Don't call me yeah, a nigga. Where there goes all my material for yeah. today. And, but, you know, if you want to be called trans asterisk, masculine as a, and you get upset if i call you trans asterisk male then <laughs> okay, you know what 
my fault. I accept that. And, you know, go with God. But, like, I, so, I, you know, I, I was just thinking about labels. And then I was talking to a friend of, about it who, and she works in gender studies. And she just, she said. Um, she works in gender studies? Well, yeah, she runs the department at a local university. I was going to say, like, you know, that's, right. that's not a, indi- she's not at an industry <laughs> making. No, she's an academic. government gender. appointed gender yeah, studies. Yeah, yeah. She sits in a classroom. Secretary of gender studies. She reads yeah. Camille Paglia to a classroom full of ding dongs. Yeah. She doesn't make, you said the work in it. Yeah, that's yeah. academia. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Just yeah. clarifying. Just okay. so I understand. No, no, it's good. And I, I, someone, has, someone has a master's and took a, de- took a desk job. I, I understand. Mm hmm. And, no, sh- no shame. And she says, uh, and, She's not a you know, and she has to deal with this every day because everyone in her department has a separate gender. And, uh, and, and just, you know, that they're, they deal in identity politics. I would love yeah. to go to that place and look in their fridge and see what all those weirdos <laughs> are bringing to lunch. That would be, yeah. I could probably do a whole documentary on. I want to see how and, they label their food. And so she gets really annoyed I, with this and she just says, said, you know, like just be who you are. Fight against this, act against the status quo, and then um, be judged by your actions and not your labels. And then, mm-hmm. but then at the same time, you got to respect other people's labels. You know, do you have to? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, yeah, actually, you do. You have to. You do have to. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I mean, you can judge them internally, but you know, they're they're bigger. Th- there are bigger things to get angry about. There's another great reason I'm no longer on Facebook. I, I can't deal with this shit. I, I've I took a month off and. Just to see if I could do it, and like a heroin addict, I'm like, oh, I don't. It's it just made me upset mm-hmm. because it's people who, it's retards our age who have children, which I've been trying. Can't to, use that label. Have <laughs> offspring, retards of offspring, who I've been trying for four years to make. So I'm just, oh yeah, they have a kid. I have a kid. It's annoying. Or it's, hey, look, I directed a commercial. Like I don't, I wouldn't watch right, right. a commercial. Just even. put the commercial. Yeah, like, I don't. Wow. Or you know, it, it's it is just like a look at me. Can you say avail? <laughs> yes, I can, and I don't care about your stupid career. Yeah, it's just it's not. There's no intelligence there anymore. It's just a marketing tool. And I now, just now it, yeah. it, it, it's it's an infiltrated corporations who use it to market whatever. Yeah. But when every single human being is basically. What were those things when we kid? Those carousels with slides, where they were carousel? Yeah, yeah. Is that what it was called? They called slide yeah. carousels. Hey, look, we went to Yosemite, and you just sit yeah. there you're like, this is fucking boring. Now I'm sitting there watching it real time and live, and oh wow, it's not. It's not about connectivity, which was how it was sold and and what everyone got on board for. It's just purely self promotion. Yeah. And bragging well, it's it's for bragging, complaining, and attention getting. I don't humble bragging. Uh, but I don't I don't mind. It's not even that fucking humble anymore. I don't mind. I know. Seeing... I gave Tim Gibbons <laughs> shit because he's like, "Hey, I was nominated for a BET award," and I was like, "And the LCP Image Award, whatever." Yeah, and I was like, "Where's the humble?" He's just you're just like, "Look what I did!" Like, mm. I. I I don't. Does it make me happy or does it make me money? And it does neither. So <laughs> I've moved on to Twitter and Reddit and who knows what else. I'm just going to stick yeah. a USB I mean, cable. I, in I don't dip. mind looking at people's kids' photos. I like, you know, that sort of thing. It doesn't bother me. Well, too I am much. a pedophile, so it's <laughs> right. Well, that's why I like doing it. Oh, it. so that's what that's porn for you. Well, that makes uh, sense. Yeah. Um, you know, back I, to these labeling thing. Like, I think it is the reason why we have to respect it is because it's a it's a time. Now that is is more sophisticated. Like back in the seventies, and you know there was ra- two men were men. There were two kind of types of ragu sauce. There was regular and meat, 
And now there are over 30... Uh, the old ragu theory. Look yeah, at you. Uh, Just there are over classic. 30... Welcome back to the pasta there sauce. There are over classic. 30 ragu sauces, as well as Prego, Rouse, Newman's Own Burrito. Who fucking buys yeah, but packaged sauce? Anymore? 27 of those sauces suck. It tastes like shit, and they're useless, and they're, they're, and they, they're, they're bargain bin bullshit. It's, Same with your stupid no, fucking labels. It, but to, to other people... They find the things that you su- that you think suck. They that they like. Other people are idiots. They like the basil tomato. Jean Paul Sartre. Hell is other people. G Paul. Whoever the fuck said that. G Paul. G Paul. J P. J P. He's open up for Pitbull. Yeah, he's good. I like that dude. Um. So. So ragu. Wait, ragu sauces in the seventies. <laughs> there was male and female, and now there's so many sauces. You're just in the. The Isle of Life so wait, used as to which sauce you need to buy. What does meat sauce mean in the gay community? That's um, that's a, a bear. Got it. No, that means they like to space dock. Okay. Look it up. Educate us. <laughs> so you put your two dicks together, and they're uncircumcised, and you stretch the skin over one to the other. So no, it's, it's, when you see it live, it's, it's quite spectacular. No. Space dog. Although I had heard a different term where two guys put their assholes together, and one poops, and the other takes the poop in, but come on. That, that, like, it seems like it would be really difficult. Yeah, the, the density of poop would not... I mean, that's just fantasy. But well, you it could depends take, what you eat. It depends what you eat. All right. This Have you ever picked up your own poop? Uh, Do you know what it weighs? Do you know what well, it feels like? What if I like? ate clay? Like Shailene Woodley eats Answer clay. Answer the question, Marty. Answer the Why question. does she eat clay? Uh, because she, a taxi driver told her that it was good for her. Because she's stupid. I, I, that's not the label she or, would Oh, use. right. Sorry. I have to respect her stupidity. And, she's trans and call stupid. It something else. <laughs> She's smart, but becoming stupid, yeah, so she's yeah, trans stupid. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one, trans stupid. That's the label I want on Facebook, just fucking stupid. <laughs> Dumbass. That's how I see myself in the world. That's how I, I want others to view me. Yeah, I'm just a, stupid. A grade A moron. Grade A fucktard. <laughs> Can I say fucktard? I know I said retard. If, I don't mean that about retarded If you people. self-identify as a fucktard, and you know what? then I, we will call you I a take, fucktard. I take issue with that because I love the word retard, and I use it... To describe a stupid person. Now, a mentally challenged person, I would never, ever call them a retard. They are beautiful, wonderful people who don't have the same hand that we've all been dealt. <laughs> they have a couple of jokers in there, or they're playing with uh, cards from different decks. But I would never call a, a handicapped person or a mentally challenged person a retard. But it's such a great word. It's like when it's I say it, word. Oh, I was at the mall and this retard was in front of me. I don't mean a oh. guy going, eh, I mean, there was a guy <laughs> who was acting like a fucking retard. Right. And I just, I take offense that it's just a word. Now, if you were in a... Uh, an auditorium, like leading a discussion, would you use the term? Wait, wait. a this would never happen. No, uh, I, I've led discussions in yes. auditoriums. Yes, and have you said, you know, uh, that's the type of question I expect from a retard? Now, on to the next question. And do no, you- it doesn't make me seem smart, but it, it it is the economy of language when I describe right. mm-hmm. a person no, no, on, on an escalator who is in the left part. When left part of the escalator is for walking, the right part is for standing, right. I said, there's a retard in front of me. No, no. I mean, it's a girl with Ugg boots and a fucking jean <laughs> skirt, and she's listening to a lower podcast than this. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's is like there that, such a thing? Uh, we're, uh, we're down there. But you know what I mean? Like, she's, no, she's listening to Power 106. Well, and that's the thing. Like, we, we, these labels are important because we stereotype. That's how we get through. Like, our brains were wired. Cat, I prefer to call it categorizing. 
It's the same thing, but that's just, well. I prefer to label it categorize. I will say that Bill <laughs> and you ca- now have to respect it. Bill, apparently, Bill categorizes the rest of a stereotype because it's how we do make shortcut short decisions in in our busy day. It's know? just a word. I and I, I'm, right. I'm very upset right. with the N word that they say that in the news and they won't print the word. Right. All it does is give value and currency to actually saying absolutely. It. And my parents who. Did a horrible job, obviously. <laughs> Would make me listen to Lenny Bruce when I was a kid and his famous thing about saying, you know, if we just everybody just said nigger, 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 it would just be valueless. It would be like of like, you know, a, a and or but. But because we've gone we've gone the other way. And I understand black people had a hard time for many, many years. Twelve. Tw- at least twelve. Yeah. I think it might have been fourteen. Uh, well, movie it won the Oscar, so at least twelve. Yeah. Right. Just, you know, from a Baseline. A baseline. 12 years of, of bad times. I, I understand, but I, I don't, I'm not saying we should go back to slavery. Right. And, but also, I mean, we'd enslave the Mexicans. But intention was, is, is also the, the important I would thing. never call a black person that word. It's just it's yeah. a funny word, and it's, it, it describes, to me, uh, a, a, a kid wearing his pants around his ankles and, and a hoodie. It doesn't matter if he's white or black. It's like, oh, yeah, it's it's like the Chris Rock thing. And I know he can say it because he's Chris Rock, right. and I'm a white dude from Boston, and it comes off as racist. But Right. And, I, at, that, and at the same time, you do – like there is a whole uh, – it's not – We don't have any black listeners, right? Oh, uh, we, do, we do. Oh, shit. No, and I think then – We have a Jamaican listener. We're not – yeah. yeah, that's not black. We're, we are not in Eagle Rock. We're in a different no, location. But co- collectively – Try to triangulate the signal. But at the same time, you still have to respect the collective will of the African-American community. If they don't want to be – that word to be used, then you have to respect that. You also have to respect the fact – you also have to respect that a community is a lot more complicated than being able to even have a collective will. It, it, Absolutely. There, and then this is not in defense – this is not in defense. Have you listened to Schoolboy Q record? They say the word a lot. So are they saying it's okay to say it? Are right. They say, I mean, right, it's, right, just, right. it's like there are there are there are Native American communities that are rallying to get rid of the Chief Wahoo logo for the Cleveland Indians, and I absolutely understand why. And there are tons of Native Americans who have come out and said, "Who cares? I'm an Indians fan. I don't get it. I'm I don't drunk. See what I don't give a shit. <laughs> right, 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 right. Pass the glass cleaner. Um, it's been a long day. <laughs> Is that the drink of choice? Uh, whatever has anything in it that will get I, them there. I think it's, it's but this false is... liberalism. It's like, oh, we've got to protect this word at the same time we need right. to screw over black people. Where I I think the word should be used. I think if Obama said it, it would just be awesome. God, that but, would be amazing. Oh, nigga, please. Like uh, the fucking <laughs> the State of the Union. That I just would be like, awesome. Uh, John, and, John McCain would turn into a pillar of dust. And so, uh, nigger, uh, please. Uh, uh, well, uh. <laughs> But I, I think I, I am for all the, the progressive liberal ideas about what how black people have been screwed over and that right. they deserve. I, I'm all for that. We took a race of people and fucked them really bad, really bad, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> really, really bad. I, and I listen to me. Well, they're here and they're on welfare and this and that. They did not come here. They were brought here. Jews, Italians, whatever Bill is, uh, Chinese people, Manx. They came here. They wanted a better life. So I, I'm all for that. I'm I'm very like I'm liberal in terms of like how yes. from the Isle of Man. And so here is that this is where why quiet you. This is why identity politics have value because we can have these discussions because I think it is a complicated discussion and the use, Lord knows we're gonna fucking get to the bottom of it. Right. Oh yeah, at nine yeah. in the morning. Yeah, exactly. In the no, fort, we're not gonna get the, to the fortress the of seven. I mean, if you have feelings about it, let let, let us know. Tweet in, email us um, because it is a it's a very Com- you know, complicated and sensitive issue, and 
but it's something that we do all the time. You know, and we, it's also really it, it. I actually find it complicated too because sort of what we were just getting at there, where I you said you'll respect anyone's right to to feel this way, identify themselves as this way. On an individual basis, it's so much easier. It gets complicated for me when you just start making these blocks right. of groups and deciding that, well, now any person who is black is in the African-American community. And then someone's like, well, I, I don't identify as African-American. It's like, okay, it's a lot easier to, to deal with someone on a one-to-one basis and say, what do you want? What, what, right. tell, tell me. Right. And I'm I'm happy to I'm happy to accommodate oblige exactly. and that's the thing. And, and show you the respect and and deference. But the, when you're dealing with a, a block of a community, it just makes it a lot more complicated. The offended population or the offended parties have to be sensitive to uh, people's ignorance and like right. and be willing to educate them in a in a caring way. That's what know? I was saying when you guys yelled at me. Uh, oh, but that's just cool. last week just about the we like to yell two girls kissing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was asking for the exact same thing, but just not as eloquently because I was on the defense. Yeah. No, but we just like yelling at you. Okay. Um, so like Lena Dunham, you know, she used the word tranny in her TV show, and she's supposed to be this voice of, you know, You, you can't say tranny? Can, cannot say tranny. No. That, Actually, you can say anything. Yes. but if you, you can say Grindeldorf. If you say tranny, you get glitter bombed, um, as Dan Savage was at several readings. and That you know, tranny was offended. By, that tran- uh, tran- the trans- That transvestite. Transsexual. Transsexual. Uh, so can you say Jew? Because I'm I'm a Jewish person, but if you just short, if you take the ish off, do I have to throw matzah at you? I mean, if like, we, what the if fuck? We call you Jewy. Uh, that's that's that was. I wish that was my first name when I was a kid. Jewy McJuju. Jewy Heberberg. I was jealous of people who were named Christian because you you'd know. Well, that's a not a Jew. Like that's, right. uh, oh, that's really. And I was like, they just name their kid the religion they are. And I'm like, <laughs> I want to be Jewy. Jewish. Like no, but Jewy because it's got to sound like Jewy. Well, but or, the long name would be Jewish. But Jewish. No, just call me Jewy. Jewy. Yeah. Non Goyemstein was my the last name I wanted. <laughs> that's good. That's a good stuff. I had some good material even as a youngster. Yeah, I was hilarious. Um, so, but Lena Dunham, she used this term, and then in this day and age, if you are a person of prominence. All of a sudden, you get just bombarded through social media. So she right. was she just attacked, and you she, know. And but what, she, what's her moniker? Is she a fag hag adjacent? Wait, wait. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't T- know. Tits McGee. I mean, what are we going to call her? Drop trow for any drop trow for any camera. I know you're you're changing the the perception of women on television, but you're shaped like a potato. Please, just. But you know what? Can I see Allison Williams tits once? No, but I don't think she's doing it because she's trying to turn people on. Oh no, she's not. My my penis goes back into my body and a a vagina forms. It space docks into itself. Yeah. No, Camille Paglia appears in my where my penis was and starts lecturing me. And I like her show a lot. Yeah. I find I find her to be a cunt can i say that word uh, you have to ask her i, I think the show's real i've been watching it a lot this season i think it's really good um there's a character that reminds me of this guy over here it's pretty <laughs> it's pretty awesome an actor musician i'm like ah it's the it's the tweeterson model i like it um it's is he pissed off it's actually tweeterson he got oh. it right no he, it. he's actually uh, a very it's your softers it, it would be you, <laughs> you but like bill i need you to bring it down to like right. what well, if it goes to 10, Bill's at 30. I need to just come back to 10. He, but he's a, a performer, actor, whatever. It's, it's good. But, and I think the show's spot on this season. It's great. But, I, I should see but it. But her, and it's, you've never seen girls. I saw the first season. Oh, it's really good this season. But I find her, and it's, it's her Twitter marketing uh, interviews, like 
it would be better if I knew less about her. Hmm. Actually, and there was some mystery. Yeah. Which it goes back to my rock bands of my youth. I didn't, like, you look at an album cover of the Grateful Dead. I, I know I'm wearing a dead shirt, but it's, well, if you look at it's it. It's kind of like a. He's chopped it's up a, all yeah. yeah, it's a joke. It's a post-dead post There's skulls and roses. You're like, these are badass. Posthumous. And then yeah. you see them and you're like, oh, it looks like the accounting department at a, at a fucking, at, but, at a firm. I, but but I, she's too exposed. I know well, too much about she her. She was yeah. just interviewed on uh, WTF with Mark Marin. Never heard of it. And uh, and she's actually very, she's very sweet and very funny and and like, you don't. I mean, I I actually was glad to listen to it, and it made me want to see the show because you know she talks about like. But that's she's in a podcast format. Oh sure, you are. You have a better chance of explaining yourself, but in tweets and right, in, right, oh, right. Lena Dunham just did, like now I heard that I'm like oh she's a cunt she said tranny but it, it's this world we live in <laughs> you're a fucktard you said fucktard cunt, cunt. It, where stars have to really be careful about how <laughs> Wait, I hope people aren't listening to this at work like on speakers <laughs> turn it up I'm gonna get I'm, I'm going real blue today oh my god it's Kruger's back. <laughs> But I don't mean a cunt. I mean a cunt in the British way. Like, oh, she's an old, old. I love how it's codger. it's like sweet and charming. If, if like Ricky Gervais says it, yes. But if uh, if Louis C.K. says it, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. hey, why are you gonna hate on women? I, I a dude can be a cunt. Oh, like you know, usually they're gay. But there's it's like, no, uh, you, he, he's you, being a cunt. You you've been we, a cunt. I me? Oh yeah. Oh, I'm mostly a cunt. <laughs> Super it's, cunty. It's, it's not gender specific. Oh, speaking of being a cunt, where have you been, Steve? Uh, what? Where have you been? Uh, it was funny. I was thinking on the on the the drive over. I had a meeting the other day to write something. Oh my god! Just put it on Facebook. I had a meeting today. No, because I can't explain this, and it's very racist, and only people who listen to the show will understand. With a very successful Hong Kongian actor, Hong Kongese. The guy, the guy grew up there. His name, yeah. I, his name escapes me now, but I'll, I'll remember it later. And he's been in a ton of American movies, and he wants to do a show about Hong Kong. Uh, and I, I don't know how I ended up there, but yeah, you, you told me about him. Before. You, uh, he has a, a very Byron man. That's his name. Yeah, um, very successful actor over there and over here. And I'm in a meeting with him and some fucking producer jackasses. And all I could think about was, I hope he's never listened to this show because. I'm talking about, you know, you've been to China? Yes, I've been to China. And what, what, what were your impressions? And I'm talking about the culture and these impressions. I, I do a great impression of Marty's mom. I, 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 <laughs> what are your impressions? Oh, you're so handsome. I studied. Oh, you're handsome oh, Marty, in person. So oh. I studied some Chinese history in college and I was fascinated <laughs> with it and my, my experiences at the Forbidden City. And then I thought, if he's, he's just going to go out there and, and Google me and then listen to, uh, my ridiculous impression of your mom. Yeah. So. It comes back to Lena Dunham in a very smaller way where I gotta, I gotta watch what I say because now people might actually listen to this and they go, Oh, you're the guy that does a cheeky cheeky accent. Let's, yeah. Let's, let's hear it. Yeah. And hates retards. Yeah. And hates retards. But that's no, the exact, hate... that reaction is the exact same problem that I have with Fox News' business model where it's let's take something out of context and evaluate and, and judge it just based on that. It's the same. It was the whole, Oh, the Beatles are bigger than Jesus. It's like, Will you listen to the whole sentence? Right. Will you listen to the whole experience? Will you try to at least find out where someone was coming from or what the context might have been before that, that, making a judgment in 46 characters or whatever the fuck they give you on Twitter? That's why politicians never answer any questions on these news shows. Because if they do, things get taken out of context. Yes. But I say fuck it. You know, like people are more discerning now. 
I um, disagree. Mm-hmm. I think social media and, and and engines like Fox News make them less so. But I think the, they just want that soundbite so they can they can make their entire someone else can make their mind up for them. This guy said this, so hate him. I hate that guy. He said this, right? But but then I think there are sites like uh, Media Matters and and even sometimes Huffington Post where they do contextualize things. Yeah, but I think it's still and, the same small percentage of liberals who think they're better than they are and who are <laughs> preaching to the choir. Uh, yeah, well, some of the, sometimes it catches traction. And um, um, turn off your way, television. That's my advice. Stop watching. I've stopped yeah, watching. And, and all. just stick to Reddit. Get your news from Reddit. No, from the get, your, get your news from where you where, where you, you would normally get news. But television has to grab the you. town crier. We got to go back to the town crier, guys. By but, the way, Jeff from Macron, he says Macron. He also agrees with me that the Lena Dunham WTF pod was a very good listen. And then Darren says, stop making out like we say cunt every five minutes, you cunts. Aww. Classic. Classic Wolf Amsterdam. <laughs> uh, so where Old have you been? Old school Wolf Amsterdam. Well, what have you been working on? Stuff. Why can't you talk about it? Why can't you bring something to the podcast? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I've been silent for an hour. I guess I should talk. I, I, I did a pilot for a beverage company, which was interesting. I've been doing corporate-y things. And, and how, was, how is that? Uh, it was... I, the world is changing, and now corporations are not advertising. They're just making content. And oh, yeah. This, this beverage company is going to launch an app, not unlike the WWE just did, who is tired of licensing their... WWE is a wrestling here in, in the States. World Wrestling Entertainment. World Wrestling Entertainment, where mm-hmm. grown pituitary cases slam each other around, and people love it. And I saw it, the call. I don't know what that is. That's the Halle Berry movie. Oh, my friend! I, I know the guy that directed that. It's, it's a WWE film. Yes, they make films, um, and uh, they are just going to launch an app, and for ten bucks a month, like HBO Go app, you can just right. watch wrestling. Sweet. Well, if you like wrestling, that's great. I said sweet. Yeah. Well, Marty's. I know what you're getting for your birthday—a subscription. But are they going to have old school wrestling matches? I have no idea. I don't know anything about archives. Wrestling. I have no idea. Junkyard Dog. No idea. Iron Sheik. Iron Sheik. But your show will be on that. Rowdy Rowdy Piper. No, I, no. This is for a beverage. Jake the Snake. That, and how did the how did the pilot turn out? Uh, good. But was it, it extreme? It was for Red Red Bull, who are made, made by Austrian Nazis who uh, are billionaires. Like no, I thought, well, I thought it wasn't a, wasn't it a Japanese guy. Who did it? Who invented Red Bull? Uh, it was a Thai dude, but a Thai it, dude, it, yeah, it yeah. took a Austrian Nazi to steal it from a magnate him. to go over there and rebrand it as Red gotcha. Bull. And actually, interestingly enough, I found out that the gays are what made it what it is today because they it could rave all night. Decided to put it together with vodka and then fuck all night. Fuck to your. Balls Jesus. are empty, and I was like, "Oh, the gays just do figure out everything." How many people have like had either caffeine or alcohol poisoning or both from that drink concoction? Um, it was around quite often. I did not enjoy any. I don't. I, yeah. I, I, I avoid I, it. But when it first came out, I did it, and it's terrible. It tastes it just tastes. It awful. tastes ter- tastes terrible, and then you just like. Yeah, it was never an enjoyable experience. I always liked it as a hangover cure because it, it has this thing called taurine, which is an amino acid that regulates your um, whatever, your system, your tummy, mm-hmm. your tum-tum. <laughs> I speak pretty. And uh, it, it gets the hangover moving out of you. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not a fan of so, it as a beverage. Was the show a scripted show? Or yeah, was yeah, it? like about a race car driver. And uh, and was this for that Vuguru? No, no, that's, no, that's another thing. Um but it was fun. They paid me my my fee. Yeah, but everyone below me got fucked, and I was like, ah, this is the future. Uh, right. Like, oh. oh, the writer doesn't get fucked. 
That's well, the future. I'm like the executive producer. Like, I, oh god, it, it, the, we have an executive producer oh, on the show oh, <laughs> yeah. of a fucking urine flavored beverage company's <laughs> pilot that has a, like, whatever. But they, it was fun. It was. Um, it's just I've done some corporate stuff, and it's they treat you quite well, which is that's good. Uh, I mean, they got shitloads of money. Do you they have, have unlimited no, supply of Red Bull Light. Uh, there was Red Bull around, and um, there were no notes. There were no. Um, <laughs> they just let you do what you wanted. There, no one read anything or went. How about this? Or showed up. And on set. Was and there tons of branding? In so there? they were hands off. Hands off. No, wow. they didn't want the branding, which was nice. Which is really interesting because Chipotle has a show right now on Hulu. My friend is the lead. My childhood friend John Sloan is the farmer. Oh, really? Yeah. And they they in the show. They, Farmed and dangerous. They mention Chipotle once, I think, in the whole. Run. I don't. Do they even? I don't even remember. They do it once, I think, huh. in the whole run. But but it's like it's it's kind of it's an it's a neat way to because they have a very really strong corporate message, and uh, yeah, the, it's definitely it, communicating their ethos, right? And so without they, communicating their their food necessarily, right? And then you know, Red Bull has one of just go extreme, snap into a slip gym or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think the one note was don't make it gay. Like seriously, like uh, uh, what does that mean? The like, gays have had enough with our Red Bull. Our, We're taking it back. They just wanted a you know a show, and it was um, it was fun. I experienced some. I, I've never you know directed a helicopter. It was like That's helicopter awesome. chase stuff, and I was like, oh, this is fun. But oh, you directed it as well? Well, no, but I have to. You know, you, you were on set for all the for all the. Moves. I have to yell at the guy who. Thinks he can direct. Like, no, do it this way and do it that way. But uh, awesome! Congrats. According to uh, this is through Chris Brown. Uh, According to Jezebel, cunty, cuntish, cunted, and cunting were added to the Oxford English Dictionary. I don't know cunted and cunting. Well, then look it up. Where would I look it up? Aha! The Oxford English Dictionary. Apparently, four times a year they they add revision or they they cunting. They use the word cunting in a Slayer song. I remember as a kid, it was something about cunting daughters. And you kept you kept trying to look it up, and you're like, only (laughs) why isn't it in this Oxford English? I was pronouncing it cunting, so I probably wasn't. Yeah, it was fun, but I think um, cunting sounds like a Winter Olympic event. There was no uh, mustached women with pantyhose who had thoughts on the show. And I don't mean that as women. I just mean as network executive types. And <laughs> I've done this a few years. You know what I mean. It's, well, on a comedy, it's yeah. usually a gay guy and a mustached fag hag woman who give you horrible notes. And th- then uh, it's usually a, a very young guy, Ivy League, going to go for it. And he doesn't know what he's doing. Always kind of looks like he just smelled a fart, that kind of <laughs> erudite. But there were no none of those people, none of those... Uh, here you know you read the stuff and they give you notes and it was just like I was so screwed up from years of doing this on the set I kept I was thinking like them I was like oh no we have to do this we have to protect oh wait no one is here to right. we can do what we want so that was actually liberating but the post production creative was, freedom in Hollywood yeah post production was uh don't we're not paying any money and you know can, and, you, uh, can you take a week off to not get paid and I was it's still not quite as and good you as you said. Did you not know my name? It's Jewy, Jewy right. Heberberg, <laughs> Nangoyamstein. <laughs> Fucktards. <laughs> uh, and so you are they going to series? I don't know. Uh, I, it has to go literally to a dude in Austria who's a billionaire who owns a sub and has his own island. And I'm like, he's gonna look at this? What the f-? like? This is bizarre. It's it's just. Ding. I know. It, it, Ding. 
He's coming. <laughs> you should see it. Look it up. Whatever his name is, but it's like one of those Bond ones with like a bubble top. But it's a that's it's like he's sweet. It was about one point seven million dollars. It's not like a joke one. I'm like <laughs> not like a joke one. You know, not like a Hugo. Well, you have been missed, Emily. Um, is actually I got an email from Emily at three thirty saying um, it's St. Patrick's Day and I'm wasted. Might not make it in tomorrow. Oh, good for her. Yes. Uh, Emily O'Hara. Hopefully she was off fiddling her little arms off. She's a fiddle player. Oh, <laughs> that sounded so, no, somehow not masturbating. sexual. Not diddling her arms off? Yeah. yeah. I chose so, my words deliberately. Um, one thing you've missed was the, um, the idea that... Where's the Mexican guy? <laughs> He's, he left. He just went for... He said he'd be right back. <laughs> he went to go get and he cigarettes. he left me with all these knobs, and I'm, oh, I have boy. no idea what to do with them. Um but uh, you missed that we have a, an Indiegogo campaign. Yes. Yeah. A successful one. Hey, go. Go, go, go. Indiegogo, That's our Emily contribution. And Tyson, who put that together. Wonderful. Music. Yes. Wonderful. So um, everybody has been so generous in giving... Um, all down the line. So uh, one of the rewards that we have was uh, were shout-outs. Our shout-outs. And, um, you called them shouts-out last shouts out. week. Shout-outs. Shout they are shouts-out. Thank you for correcting me. Mm. They're shouts-out. Mm. Uh, correcting you or calling you out for your inconsistency? Correcting me. Correcting me. Because I was wrong. And I'm man enough to... I'm cis man uh, <laughs> enough to admit it. Cis male? Cis male enough. Uh, it's the response cis has been great. And, and we have the... If we have this little laptop here, that is the first expenditure. Oh, really? That came from my my ability to interact on Twitter with the yeah. uh, Twitter stream is, yeah. is a result of the Indiegogo campaign. That's exciting. Yeah, so that's great. And it's all thanks to you guys. And just also just knowing that you guys care. We've heard from so many people that we haven't heard from before in these shouts out. Um, so Shouts outs? Yeah. I've, I've sent out things to you know uh, if you want to be shouted out and if i haven't heard from you and um you want to be shouted out let me know because um, i might have messed up the emailing at the super fan level this is the level that gets photos and t-shirts and shouts out we have this week um this one says uh hey everyone i've been listening to the show been a fan of the show since the nooner days it's been great fun to listen to um it's been great fun to listen to its evolution over the years to its current format. I was look <laughs> evolution. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's the it, evolution. Well, it's it can be forward or backwards. This is, is going to be uh, AM talk radio in about a year. It's just going to be us screaming about <laughs> liberals. Oh yeah, well, that would be an evolution if we all just became cranks. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. I'm already um, there. Uh, I always look forward to Marty talking politics, Steve talking really? like Marty's mom, Bill talking <laughs> music in Cleveland. Really? <laughs> and Cleveland. <laughs> and Emily talking Cthulhu and comics. She is really is every nerd boy's dream girl, but none of us stand a chance as long as Benedict Cumberbatch is around. Damn that charming Brit. Of all the podcasts I listen to, this is the one I look forward to the most because it's like visiting with friends. You should. Hey. Yeah. But still, you should consider <laughs> finding new friends. No, no. Friends with a more positive outlook. Yes. Uh, thanks for being there every week. You're even more entertaining than watching my crack-smoking mayor walking drunkenly around City Hall. That's from Tommy Morningstar or 
Thomas A. Morningstar if you want to make me seem a little more pretentious-ting. That's the new term we've proposed. There's a crack-smoking mayor? There's a new video of him. There's a lot of crack-smoking mayors. Which one is this one? Oh, it's like a 13-year-old kid and his mom. Like They pull up next to him, and he they look... They're like, we love you. We think you're the greatest. And they get a high five. And then he's just like distracted and stumbling around and starts, you know, he's trying to get a taxi to go home. And he just starts going on a rant that gets bleeped out by. The I missed this one. Yeah. It was just yesterday. I mean, Ma- mayor of what? Where is he from? Toronto. Oh, right. Not that damning. But he, he was on uh, Jimmy Kimmel. And Jimmy Kimmel said, like, you know, this could be a problem if you cannot control yourself. And you go on these drinking binges, like this could damage your health. Health and like, uh, it, and he just brushed it off. But it was a really uncomfortable moment where it's mm. like, wow, Jimmy Kimmel just got real. Uh, anyhow, uh, then the next shout out is from. She says, "I'm OMG. I'm probably the last one to get back to you guys for a shout out." But that's pretty much me in a nutshell. You know my name, Jenny Marie. That's at Hey, go, 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 Indy, go, go. <laughs> that's at one lawn wrangler on the Twitter. But Emily could, um, but if Emily could make up a John Travolta name for me, that would make my day. Do you got one for her? A John Travolta name? Yeah, from the Oscars, how he I didn't see the Oscars. But you heard how he screwed up uh Idina Menzel's. He, he fucked a guy who was giving a massage? That yeah. It was at the pre Oscar party. Oh. And the post Oscar. <laughs> No, yeah, I saw that. What, what, did it, what was her name? Adina Medell, and he Menzel, was like Menzel, and, and he was just like completely dyslexic, just yeah. like so. Can you pterodactyl uh, <laughs> dingaling? Like he just had no. He, he what, what? What went wrong with him? Did they not? Did I, they not then, prepare? He just he apologized the next day. Manini Giroux. Manini Giroux. Uh, Jenny, Marie. Jenny Marie. Yeah, I just gave it. Manini Giroux. Manini Giroux. There you go. Thank you, Manini Giroux. Which also sounds like something out of. Um, a song out of Chitty Bang Bang or Chitty Chitty Bang Bang or uh, uh, Mary Poppins. There you go. So, Majini Maru? No, wait. G- what was it again? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Play it back. Um, yeah. And then, so thank you, Jenny. That It's great to have you participate every week and to have your support. It what does one so lawn wrangler mean? The it has been thrown down, Jenny Marie. What does what one does that mean? Long Communicate with us. That's Find her, some some means of reaching us. That's her Twitter address. I hate handle because yeah. that's a CB thing. Did I say handle? No, but I hate no. the word. Oh, what's your handle? Like, no, I'm not. I'm not into the CB world anymore. I've moved on. Uh, at the stalker level, and they will have episodes dedicated to them. We have Marie- like today's episode dedicated to Lou from New Jersey, whose birthday it is. Happy birthday, Lou! This episode is dedicated to you. That was his top of the hour. No, it wasn't. I was still building up to that. See, I, 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 I add some minutes to the top of the hour when we're 20 minutes late to, to air. It's oh. the top of an hour, yeah. right. not the hour. All right. Um, so, uh, well, since it's come up, ladies and gentlemen, it's the top of the hour. You listen to the Smart Coast Morning Show on the Smart Coast Internet Radio Networks. Marty can't find the sound effect, so let's just move on. What are you downloading there? You He's are, trying to play the sound of the top of the hour sound effect, but he's where's, too slow. Where's the Mexican guy? He was so good at that. Don't look proud of yourself. That took 20 minutes. No, I was actually looking It's up already something. the top of the next I hour. I was actually looking up something else, so for your information. But Maria Laramore, um, I won't be, uh, she says, I won't be offended if you butcher it, but uh, try 
but don't try to say it fancy because it's technically Southern white trash. That's mm. Maria Tortilla. That's at Maria Tortilla. I one, like Southern white trash. One. And that reminds me of a cartoon. Uh, this is from this Donald uh, Daffy Duck one that's called Duck to Duck or Not to Duck. I completely. Are, are you ta- are we talking about Alan Tudyk? I lost uh, track of what you were talking about. Jenny Marie says that uh, one lawn wrangler is a bottle rocket reference. You know, there's something awfully screwy about this fight. Or my name isn't Larimore, and it isn't. I definitely don't know what's going on. What the fuck is that? What was <laughs> that, that was from the Daffy Duck cartoon, To okay. Duck or Not to Duck. And I There's thought that... There's something screwy going on. And I thought Maria Larimore deserved that. Because or my name's not Larimore. And, and it isn't. Oh, boy. Oh, well. Fine. Um, I think you what, did well, Marty. That was, uh, and I'm really proud of you for queuing up two sound effects in a span of two minutes. It's it's not easy for me. <laughs> so um, what did what did, it's from Bottle Rocket? Yeah, that's the, the movie, says. the Wes Anderson movie. Yeah, I, I'm familiar with it. Yeah, but but what, what was the reference in there? Well, we're we're instructed to go watch it if All we right. want to know. All right, well we'll watch it. I can't. Um, I can't again. I saw it once. And then uh, let's see. Okay, then the last one is for um, is from uh, he says apologize apologies for my late response for my shout out. My name is Brandon Lister. Super happy that I got in um, early enough to be a sugar daddy. Brandon, uh, I've loved the show since the first nooner, and I'm proud to support it. And Brandon is from Phoenix, so he is close enough so that we can take him to lunch. Excellent. Um, yeah, so next time you're out in L.A., let us know, and we'll, we'll get you the hookup. And, and are you going to any uh, spring training games in Phoenix? Who, which teams train in Phoenix? Cleveland Indians. Oh. <laughs> Duh. Duh. You gave me this look. Like, you're a fucking fucktard. You what kind of stupid question is that? It's just outside Phoenix, but it's, it's super close. Have you ever been to any spring training games? I have, games? yeah. I went... Uh, I think three years ago, the the year that it um, opened, that the new facility opened, and I got to meet Bob Feller before he passed away. Bob Feller. Yeah. Wasn't he a lefty? I think he was a southpaw, yeah. Um, All right. But, guys, thank you so much. And I did want to... um, Go, 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 Indigo, go. Get into Lou's, some stuff from Lou. So, uh, Lou... Lou from New Jersey, whose birthday it is, to whom the show is dedicated? That's the Lou of... of whom I am referring. Uh, so she's getting ready to go to Toronto. Oh, to hang her, out with the cracked out mayor. Yeah. She, he invited her over for her birthday. and um, For some barley pops. Yeah, so what's barley pop? Beer. Oh. Uh, and then, uh, so do you have anything to say to Lou? Do I have anything to say to Lou? Um, Lou, Lou asked me, she, she wanted a dedicated rant. And I don't know how... Uh, yeah, I'm going to go for it. She hates people who live tweet events, which is great because I also hate people who live tweet events. It's because it's extremely obnoxious. There's already an event. And now you're asking me instead of paying attention to the event to pay attention to you paying attention to the event, which is ridiculous. That's two events. That's an event squared. And 
Everybody always thinks that they're so much more clever than they are and that every, everything they have to say about everything that's going on is worth being recorded. And frankly, it's not. It's exactly what we were talking about with Facebook earlier. It's, it's so self-aggrandizing. And you're asking so much of people, hey, I, I'm going to live tweet the, I'm going to live tweet the airing of my show with me in it. And then you can listen to what I have to say about everything that I've done. Hashtag get a fucking life. Hashtag have something else to do with your time. Hashtag get a fucking girlfriend. Hashtag you're not as clever as you think you are. Thank you, pal. My pleasure. It's funny. It reminds me because I, I was emailing with my friend uh, Seth Manukin, who was in. He was on the internet yesterday. He was not the. New, I don't watch the news, but he is a. Uh, a he was. I said you were on the internet because Jenny McCarthy <laughs> tweeted out something, some horseshit. Oh, she said, um, "What is what makes a great lover or whatever?" Yeah, or, and he responded back. He's a pro-vaccination guy. He wrote a book called The Panic Virus. Right. And um, he uh, is a big journalist, but now he's teaching at MIT. And I followed him live tweeting. Uh, them, the, the capturing of those two young gentlemen who decided to test out pressure cookers at the Boston Marathon. Oh, uh, he wow. was there, and he was. They were like, oh "Get God. out of the fucking building!" When they were running around, when they killed that MIT cop, and I followed him, and it was so much better than the news because the news just is fifty yards back with helicopters that no one knows anything. He was on the ground there, so it has not to shit on your rant, but no, no, no. here goes. <laughs> it, it, a journalist with a with a phone that is attached to Twitter took me right into what was going on. I was not listening to someone listening to a producer then trying to spit right. out a copy. It was amazing. I was there with him. But yes, um, I'm talking more about like, hey, I'm on uh, Better Off Fred on the yeah, Nickelodeon. Good. So check. Like, I don't care. I don't. Yeah. Uh, the Twitter. I'll be live tweeting during the Oscars. Really, I'll be watching the Oscars. Go fuck yourself. I went out to dinner. It was great. Was nobody. Everyone was sitting at home. You could, you could get into a place in L.A. It was like where'd Christmas you, in L.A. Go? Black Hog and Silver Lake. I love. Is that Black any Hog. good? Oh, it's so yeah. good. Is it? We we've gone together there on a mandate. Mm-hmm. That's our my anniversary is with my lady is the Oscars because I professed my my love. Your willingness to cheat on your then girlfriend? No, I'd already cheated on my then girlfriend okay. a year and a half before, but went back to said girlfriend. But then when I had run, that had run his course, I went, remember that girl I made out with and finger banged, uh, even though I had another girlfriend oh, nice. who I was committed to? I think I want to go back out with her. So I went to her uh, Oscar party and sat there, to, waited for everyone to leave, and then told her, I have feelings for you. So the Oscars are our anniversary. Nice. Yeah, so we go out and do something lovely something else right <laughs> you, can, you can tivo it it's right. at fast forward and then you know god love costumers and short film documentary people and I, montages about heroes in cinema don't don't care <laughs> just which, which asshole won which which publicists spent the most money wisely to get blah 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 who cares i still haven't seen 12 years a slave yeah, I, I can't. I got the screener, and I just haven't. I just haven't gotten. It doesn't interest me at all. I mean, I know slavery's bad. I'm um, sure it's great. I love that director, and uh, really, I slavery's really, bad. Slavery's bad. You know what I mean? But I, I just, I can't get excited about anything. Yeah. In, what I, slave, I know the, the answer to this, world. but what else does Steve McQueen direct? Uh, that one with uh, uh, hunger. It was a weird one. There was one called Hunger. And then there was one with also with not Michael Fassbender about the sex thing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, you see his ding dong. Hunger, yeah, hunger, really. Yeah, uh, in, in, not insomniac. Uh. It's a single word, and it, yeah. yeah. This is yeah. what happens when you get old. You're like, I just saw the movie. Yeah, it's gone. gone. I love your your brain is like defragging its hard drive, and it just get get that one out. That actor's name. I, I'm in meetings, and I'm like, you know, Obsession. Uh, uh, uh. what's that black guy with the thing? And he's got glasses. They're like, I don't. I, 
It's who nymphomaniac. Drove, who, who drove? Who drove in bullet? Um, yeah, Steve. Ah. So Emily, I mean, I'm sorry, not Emily. Uh, Louisa says about Emily that she wants her to talk about uh, more about Cumberbatch. I just watched all three seasons of Sherlock in the span of a week, and having previously not understood why women go crazy for him. Well, let's just say I get it now. You got to see his work. Oh, it doesn't do come from it. it doesn't come from still photos or anything. You got to see his work. Um, so yeah, allegedly. Sorry. <clears throat> yeah. So um, Emily, go. <laughs> All right. Thank Del- you, Emily. Delicious. We'll, we'll drop something in later in post. <laughs> um, but now you know this is our first for us. We're going to try calling Emily. I mean, oh, Jesus! Stop saying Emily. Are you obsessed with Emily? Will you just stop saying her name? I can't help it. It's like that scene in John Malkovich, being John Malkovich, when he goes into his own head. Hopefully, hopefully, Lewis I hear ringing. Yeah, Mar- Marty's doing a lot of technical stuff. I mean, he oh, didn't yeah. play the Bills Rant Stinger, but he's doing a lot of other technical stuff. Oh, that was a technical choice, by the way. That's a great sting. Yeah. Lou, mm-hmm. this is uh, this is the the uh, this morning show gang. Lou. Happy birth! Hello. Happy birthday! Thank you. And I also wanted to thank you so much for your contribution to the show and, and your general con- consistent support for us. It really makes the, oh, the sh- show so much fun. So, um, happy birthday, Lou! Thank you. So uh, I just had a, a few very very soft balls t- to uh, send your way. Coming at you in threes. Gonna put oh, you at ease. Oh, I'm right now. Um. Another great stinger that Marty refuses to play. Yeah, that one I actually don't have on here. But uh, So what are you going to do for your birthday? Softballs. Um, I'm going to go to Toronto for a few days, just have a nice break from work, enjoy myself. It's a beautiful city. Why, why did you pick Toronto? That, why, not, why not Cleveland? Yeah, why not Cleveland? I hear it's wonderful. Yeah, we're going to talk about that afterwards, Lou. <laughs> it's, I don't know. I just like it as a city. It's, it's kind of like New York, but it's smaller and friendlier. Cleaner. Much, it's one of the cleanest cities I've ever been in. You were Jews. <laughs> that was Steve. Um, sorry we didn't have Emily. We, Steve is our, our consolation prize. Um, and then second softball, birthday cake or birthday pie? Sorry, what was that? I didn't hear. Oh, uh, are you going to have birthday cake or birthday pie? Oh, I'm going to have cake. Yeah, what the hell is birthday pie? I don't know. It's it's an extension of the cake or pie debate. You know? There's no there's no debate when it comes to birthdays. There's a birthday uh, cake no or nothing. Okay. That was the softest softball of all time. Well. <laughs> and then the last softball. Birthday pie. What the fuck is That's it? what I'm saying. <laughs> well, birthday Jesus cake Christ. or sand. That's like you might as well like what Birthday this? cake or leprechauns? Something else that doesn't fucking exist. Who writes these questions? <laughs> Don't worry, Lou. This is all Marty's fault. This has nothing to do with you. I have nothing to apologize about. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> lastly. Birthday um, cake or broken glass? Lastly, <laughs> how did you get such an adorable laugh? Uh, that wasn't the, the question, but that could be a question. Um, no, how did you come across the podcast? What's your? Um, I've been listening since the Nina days you guys and how did you what made you think wow that looks interesting to people i don't know and why are you still here yeah because you guys are fun you guys are great to listen to you it's fun yeah i've been listening because i was um, a fan of kevin smith when i was little 
Yeah. Oh, and the Smartcast Network. I'm listening to you guys. I've been listening every Tuesday at work. It's great. Well, that is fantastic. And um, I'm, you asked about the Veronica Mars movie. As soon as we're done here, we're going to get into that. But I just wanted to, to thank you again. It's amazing that the support that we've, we've seen. And it's, it, I couldn't think of a better uh, first dedicated episode than, than to have it oh, dedicated well. to you. Thanks, you guys. You guys are the best. It's awesome to hear your voice. Yes, yes. And I continue to, if you want to send in a pre-recorded letter, we haven't gotten one of those in a long time from anybody, for that matter. Well, Marty can't figure out how to play them. I beg your pardon? Oh, Lou? Hello? Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) All right. Well, have a great trip and have a great birthday and look out for any fat, drunken mayors wandering the streets. (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, Lou. Bye. Bye. Should we give her number out on the air? Let everyone give <laughs> give her a shout. I already tweeted it. <laughs> okay. All right. Just check at that. Here's, at noon today, here's where he... Oh, my God. Something just tumbled off the, uh, oh, my the God. station. I loved her before. I love her in... Or now. Are we still recording? Uh, Marty, we, we Marty are... dropped what looks like an expensive piece of equipment. I did just drop the the thing that records the podcast. Yeah, so we lost know, two seconds know, the, of the podcast. This is a, a B minus at best. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that that's good for for me. Um, you, you know what the ding dongs out there can do? Because I, uh, I I just had, I had some meeting with some dude, and uh, I just seem to have a lot of meetings. It's if I could just get paid my hourly rate for meetings, I'd be a millionaire. But um, I want to be on at midnight. I just. I know someone that works on it, and I gave it. Uh, I, I gave some of these. Is it the Chris Hardwick? Yeah, the thing after the what should we call it? The it's on at mid. I guess it's on at midnight. That's, <laughs> I would I was hope like so. when is it on? It, it's yeah. at midnight. But um, I gave some them some of these uh, podcasts to listen to. Oh, because I'm not like a performer. I'm just like a writer. But right, right. It was like I have a Twitter address, and you know, the the people cancel. So bug at midnight. Like, ah, Steve Kruger should be on. All right, I'm, I'm, I would I would represent. They would say I'm from whatever this is called. Nooner? What are, what are we? No. No. Try Spot again. Coast Morning Show no, on the Spotcast. No, no, Radio I Network. Want Steve to, to Mar- try. Marty's shame spiral. A go-go. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, whatever it is. That's but what it is. I would represent this uh, this small army of uh, people. So tweet at uh, at midnight. Yes. And uh, it's a really fun show. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob and Ralph Garman, yeah. they, were, they were on the show. They, they did a great job. I'm convinced that they get everything beforehand, and they get yes. Yeah. You, you don't have to be convinced right. of that. That's <laughs> all right. That's why it's like. Uh, yeah. And Maria, yeah, I had a friend who wrote for uh, MTV's Improv Off. Not so. Whatever improv. that show. What was that show called? I don't know. Never. There's a, there a show on MTV where they like two teams would improvise against each other. Is Nick Cannon's hosted? Uh, I think yeah. And I hung out with the writing staff, and I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> Yes, at I see midnight, how this works. I know the head writer of it. There's right. They write those things, but you know, you still have to be funny. Oh yeah, yeah. No, and and actually, it, the who was the wrestler that the WWE guy who was on it was it John Morrison? Uh, I forget because he he's very funny. The guy from the movie The Wrestler. No, uh, maybe I don't know, but he there was a wrestler and he <laughs> was very funny. That's a, that's that actor. But, but by the way, Jeff. From Macron says, "I'm not a fan of cake, so my mom would bake me a cherry pie each year for my birthday. Suck it, you." Fucktards. Okay, Marty's point is made because Jeff's a fucking pussy. <laughs> Jeff, why does your mom hate you so much? <laughs> oh, come on, oh, cherry come pie. On. 
Who doesn't like cake pie? Cake pie. Go drink your water, set me feet. Tastes so good, man. Last week was the Veronica Mars premiere. Jeff, you're not a pussy. And actually, I think Jeff went to see it. Um, I think so. so. Marty, Marty went to the premiere and took photos of the writing staff and other muckety mucks and higher ups and hobnob with the goober schmoochers. Yeah, and it was really fun. I got to to walk down the the red carpet. You or did, whatever. yeah. And did anybody uh, sh- scream for Mr. Wu? That well, the one side was press, and the other side were in, uh, were the Kickstarter backers who paid to be at the premiere and. They all cheered, and it was really amazing to to be there. And you know, it was it was it was amazing. It was really really impressive. Still, don't know why they couldn't have given me a fucking line. You got um, some tight friends there, Marty. I know. <laughs> I mean, you got five million dollars. Give Mister Wu a fucking line. How hard is that? But you're, um, hard, you're hard to work with. I am very difficult, and it's amazing that you guys come back week after week. But then again. The remunerative rewards are, are unparalleled for being on this podcast. <laughs> yes, uh, remunerative but, uh, rewards. I like that. the The, sh- the movie was Someone super fun. Yale. It was it was really delivered to everything. Like I don't think anybody who backed that movie would be upset about it. Felt ripped off. Except unless they tried to download it, yeah, and got, say, except for the technical fuck-ups that yeah. uh, plagued. But what's crazy, like, so what happened is they put all this DRM stuff on the the downloads and made it very complicated for people to download and play on on multiple devices. And I hate uh, that. what's DRM stand for? Uh, digital rights management, right? And and but meanwhile, it's like the number one thing on Pirate Bay, like torrented thing. So like clearly the DRM didn't work. So why yeah, not? Just, it doesn't work. Yeah, it never works. So just forget about it and just trust that people who paid for it can you know just let them have it it's it's so stupid and if because if people want it they're going to get it but if people want to pay for it you should just treat them well meanwhile the people who were the pirates got better quality video or got to see the movie mm. where the, as these people who paid for it didn't and and they could get refunds, but still, it's, it takes the whole fun of it was just being there and getting it to see it before anybody else could. And having right. it. it's interesting because this when I was pl- plugging myself as a as a guest on uh, at midnight with this Comedy Central exact dude, um, as as he as the drinks went on and the evening went on, and I was stopped playing the Hollywood. Let's catch each other's ass. I was like, like, what do you think about piracy? And you know. He, he, He's a real young dude, but you know he's uh, built from the uh, just smell the fart look. He's not a mustache, uh, you know, woman with pantyhose. But young guy was like at Adam Films. Remember Adam Films, mm-hmm. A T O M. And um, but he's a company man, you know. So the higher ups there don't understand the sharing universe, the torrenting, etc. Et and a, a show I enjoy very much is the Kroll Show, and no one watches it. It gets terrible numbers, whatever the fuck that means which were made up in the 70s and now they're just it's this arbitrary this nielsen ratings we have in the united states where right they make up this number and tell you this many people of this age may be watching it and i said that's not that's not valuable anymore in fact and i've been yapping about this for years netflix looks at pirate sites to see what movies are being shared right and then they pick those movies to right. stream right because there's mm-hmm. a, an audience for it and, no, I, exactly. and i said well why don't you just sign a bunch of funny people do their shows. Who cares what they do? But you own them. You own like a Nick Kroll. Mm-hmm. Like American Idol takes ding-dongs from nowhere and says, sign this horrible contract. Right. You're on TV. It's a carnival of sadness of you failing or, or doing well. 
And then we'll take you on the road and you'll go perform live. And that's where you make money. And why don't you do that with, with funny people? Because I would love to go see uh, funny people perform live. The Kroll you know, Show The Kroll tour. Show. Oh, they go on tour. And he says, but, we're, we're in second position for Kroll, which means he's got to do movies and make real money because no one makes any money on Comedy Central. Right. So, he, so they're just, well, we, we're lucky to have Kroll because he's at a certain level. But why don't you get someone who's a nobody like internet ding dongs who are you know already have an audience and then own them, right? Like the old star system studio of Hollywood, system. yeah, yeah. Star system, not studios. All right, come on, know your history. But I, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to screw over the artist, but I'm just no. It's a way. It's a business a model that everybody benefits from. Yeah, the the uh, Live Nation, well, right, right? They they signed bands to own the door of the venue. They just went. No one's buying records anymore. The record industry. For those of you who are who still buy vinyl, <laughs> my friends, is over. It's done. It's it's gone. It, it will never come back. But live events, live experiences, right back to WWE, who for a couple bucks a month watch all this content, but it drives you to the live event. It drives you to go see but wrestling live. The problem is that there's no there's ins- no problem. There's, it works perfectly. There's no incentive for Nick Kroll to to sign a deal like that. Yes, I'm saying you have to get past this old model but, but and see, find new people. I know, but the problem is like people are going to to watch the Nick Kroll show because they like Nick Kroll, and they know but they're Nick not. Kroll. They're not watching. Well, they, it, it, it's in its second season. I mean, but well, that's what he's saying. Like, right? I'm not trying to shit on the Nick Kroll. Show. I love it, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan. It's a little too topical for me. You're wrong. Um, but I did see Nick Kroll live last week, and he was very funny. Yeah, I mean, I think he's very funny. So, but it's a way for a, a, a platform for performers to use Hollywood to, oh yeah, you know, in some sort of sharing. No, experience I, I, I with get the what you're saying. Yeah, we'll put out records and we'll own a piece of it, but we'll help promote you. And who does this geniusly is Disney because they start. Disney Channel right. kids, they take those, right, they, right. they grab kids who are nobodies and here's no money. So in show. they should have Comedy Central Junior where they have Ugh. kid comedians and Ugh. then they start grooming them. And then if you, you, you graduate to Comedy Central, then they already own you. They own your fucking DNA. Don't, oh, be, don't be ridiculous. No, you're being ridiculous. I, mean, I, I, I yet another meeting and I apologize, but it was for some, some dudes who have web shows on YouTube and they have, 80 million impressions a month and like 8 to 10 million followers. I f- won't say their names because I don't want to de- destroy them. But they want to make a movie. And they called me in to run the writer room, whatever. And I met these kids at a music management company, who I will not disparage, but they were the douchiest of Hollywood douchebags who were still <laughs> hangovers from the music biz. And they were just scumbags. And they had taken these kids from Florida or wherever they're from. Don't look them up. Don't, don't try and figure out who they are. But they they have a web presence that is amazing, and they make a living off of their comedy. Face rocker, no. But they want to make a movie, and this was one of the worst meetings I've ever. It was just like ridiculous. But they are still there's still that I want to be on TV. These guys said, "Oh, we're going to get you on a sitcom, and we're going to get you out there." And I. my I, I left the meeting before it ever happened because I was just like, this is ridiculous. Right. But my friend went and he said, at a certain point, he looked at the, the, the web dudes and said, what do you need these guys for? Like, you have 80 million impressions a month. That means a lot of people, a lot of traffic just to you. Right. Why don't you do a Kickstarter or Indiegogo? Right. Raise the money, do the movie yourself. Like, what do you need 
Well, that's these what they, assholes in Beverly Hills. That's what Face Rocker did. They they did that and they did Video Game High School. Not a great show, but they still got to do it on their second season. Now they got to do it on their own terms. They raised like what seven hundred fifty thousand dollars the first season, and then the you know they did another another. I, I, and they're just they're the young, and they're. Uh, it's interesting to me that they're still like I, I want to be an actor. I want to be on TV. Like why you're right, right. you are making a living. Just making nonsense. Right. You, and you, you're and you want to go to a meeting and pro- listen to dudes like me who don't know what he's saying right. to tell you to do and stuff. And you get and, to produce stuff without jumping through these stupid meeting hoops. Do you, you want to listen to a mus- mustached woman with pantyhose tell you what's funny who's you know, 48 and has two, has two kids you know, through IVF? Like that's, <laughs> that's my life. And I'm always like, I want to kill myself. I'm gonna, I, have to do, I have to go so drink funny. right now. Like You're free. And I, I feel like music is the same exact way. Like, right. What do you need... A, well, a label for right, and and certainly this is a time when people can do that, and also people. Well, that the Veronica Mars movie is a great example of something that you could not have done ten years ago mm-hmm. at all. And the, there was an article I think in the Huffington Post were saying like, well, you know, um, Veronica Mars only made two million dollars in the box office this weekend. In you know, uh, so this is not a model that is going to work. They've got to make a lot more money if this model is going to work. My feeling is. It worked. The the um, audience that they have it, it re- was released simultaneously on pay per view. We don't have those numbers, right? And then it was released in three hundred theaters, and it had the highest per um, per theater audience, second to the Grand Budapest Hotel. So, um, which is common for for a, a niche film, right? Because they're not in they're in two hundred theaters, right? So it's in two hundred ninety one theaters. They're packed and they're packed theaters, and plus half those people paid for it. Ahead of time. Ahead of time. Exactly. We gotta stay for the credits. I'm listed. It must be like a 30 minute credit sequence of everyone who gave it ten dollars. I don't know. I walked out. Oh, you jackass! <laughs> Terrible person. I'm so. I'm so bad. The point. It's, it's interesting point that being, you can't do a, a racist Asian accent. Oh, fuck you. You don't know. Uh, <laughs> fuck the, you. Fuck you. Fuck, fuck you. Fuck me. Or fuck you. The oh, <laughs> I fucking the point being is that these people who paid in the Kickstarter, they did not expect to get a return. So it doesn't need to make the $5 million back because it's they're already not made that money. They're not investors. They're, they're donators. They're, yeah, they're yeah, donors. It, that worked. That, so that is a, and uh, the Warner Brothers kicked in for reshoots and to for the fulfillments of the, you know, it, it wasn't um, a lot of money for them. And they're making that money back through. The pay-per-view, which did very well. My sister paid for the pay-per-view. And uh, she didn't even know I was in it. She's like, oh, you were in that movie. Um, <laughs> How dare she? I know. Well, that, you, you mentioned a fun, uh, an interesting thing, which annoys me. Is for some, <laughs> no, you no, mentioned no. something that pisses me not, off. Not what you did, but people talk about box office. And it, it started when I was in film school, and and we were reading Variety, and and it, it's now print. It was printed in newspapers, and now there's blogs, and everyone is fascinated with what a movie makes, which is it's a made up number anyway. It doesn't really that number does not then go to said studio. That number is then split with a, a distributor, and we don't know the the deal, which may a huge movie maybe a ninety ten split. In favor of the uh, exhibit, the distributor of said movie, like it's just it's nonsense. It doesn't. Right. It doesn't. It, the most successful movie, independent movie of all time, I think, is like Crocodile Dundee because it costs like two million dollars and it's made like three hundred million worldwide. Like it doesn't. It, there's yeah, it didn't make any money in the box office that opening weekend. There's just this weird perception 
with what's successful and we must flock to it. And I feel like the same way with television. People are like, well, this show isn't doing good in the ratings or doing well. Speak English like I do. <laughs> it, it's utterly meaningless. And it's why I love Netflix, uh, Orange is the New Black. Right. Even the creators of it, they don't know how many people watched it. They are the, the Netflix is guarding that mm-hmm. data because who fucking cares? You know, it, it 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 has no bearing on the content. It is just a number that they use for advertisers. But Netflix doesn't have, have advertisers, and I, I, who cares how much Veronica Mars made? Right. Right. I know Rob and, and, doesn't care. I mean, of course, you would is, love people but, to see it. But, but the but. metric is this. This somebody, what do you say, Huffington Post or Slate? I yeah, yeah, I think it's trying Post. to find a story there, just like the Malaysian flight. It went down. There's no story there. It went down. I'm right, sorry. Right. That's what happened. But keep digging. Maybe oh, someone on, on, it's, it's, someone on board ordered a kosher meal. So they, uh, no, no, no. There's no story it's there. It's the 10th anniversary of Lost. You know, there you go. There you go. Oceana flight, whatever. But there's, the, it will make money or it will not make money. But that that has no bearing on. Uh, anyone other than the the creators of it, and, right? And yeah, someone handed them a check for a lot of money and didn't expected. They expected some T-shirts and a, a shout out at the uh, premiere, like, and they got it. They got it. So and they were like, "You have not seen a crowd more excited to be in the move at the movie theater, you know, than that course. crowd." And it was, it was so much fun. Like, just every little moment was just celebrated, mm-hmm. and you could tell that, like, even this, like, also the the stars could not have been. Nicer. I mean, this is an amazing group of of uh, talent. Like Kristen Bell is fantastic in the movie, and she just had a baby. Um, and the like, the the sort of cohesiveness of that cast is genuine. Like those people all really like each other. It's a real community. But yeah, I, I think and, the, that- and the writers too. And the writers were all there too, and it was fun to see them all. Reunited. I I think that that is the equivalent of. What those guys did, like like an Adam Carolla, like he was from terrestrial radio and he started podcasting. Right, he's not from that world, but it he brought the people over, and I think a show like that that has was on a network and has a, a small but dedicated fan base, then goes into this new model yeah. is going to bring all these people over. It's gonna it's gonna no, turn and, the and tide. They're going people are going to innovate and find like what you said that someone might take that model and start to to make uh, do comedy shows that way. Um, you know, by don't have meetings with mustache women with uh, pantyhose, like because they just don't know what's funny. They just they ruin Hollywood ruins everything. I'm just in a bad mood because I got I've been hammered by meetings meetings that and, have led to nothing and notes and you yeah. know no one knows anything. The classic William Goldman quote, like no one knows anything. Right. So just make what you want. Right, and the, the fact that those kids are making it and have you know 80 million people watching it, but it made like, me sad that they wanted to be on television. Like that who. What the fuck is... No one watches television. Old women and, you know, certain minorities now are the core demographic of most television. And elderly people who watch Fox News, whose average audience is 70, and, and CBS. Like... Why would you want to be on television? Not every not every artist is a good businessman, and it takes being a decent businessman to recognize what you're saying and then capitalize on the realities of but it. But I want to be that businessman. I want to be I like know. these. I, I want to find these kids and just like you don't need me. I'll you know well that's what Indiegogo is. They're like right. you guys have the content, the talent. <laughs> right, right. We'll we'll just take a little 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 dip my beak in it and, yeah, and yeah. we'll set up your thing. But I, this whole like. You're going to be on a poster at a bus shelter, or you're going to be 
you know, in a, you're going to be in a lazy Susan folding your arms, turning to camera, like coming soon, this asshole, <laughs> like, at, the, at, a, at a bug at a TNT sitcom. Like who fucking cares? That's pro- I, that must be a hunger for fame. Would you reckon? I guess, but you're fucking famous. You have eighty. If eighty million people would watch any right. show no, ever, but they it want would be, they want it so that their parents see it and they're proud of them. And their parents are some, never going to watch the, the that on, on. I know the, the uh, what computer. what channel are you on the internet? Wait, you can watch it on the computer. That's yeah. changing. I, I know that's changing. It's, I, I changing. Know. it's just it's right. we're in this weird time, and I yeah. I found it fascinating that they were still like we're going to be a, a a movie in the theaters like. Well, someone's videotaping it in China and putting it on a torrent, so there's a cam of it immediately. And as soon as it's whatever digital rights management you put on it, or whatever it's called, DRM, yeah, someone will undo it and it'll yeah. be traded. So who fucking cares? Yeah, like be excited that you have 80 million followers. Hey, um, are we you know dip what? our hands into the mail sack? We're going to dip into the mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. Come on, get my into that mail sack. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was great. That was great. Bill, um, Steve is is mad. I, I, you're fired up. I am in the midst of reading all the pilots, and um, wow. Yeah. I'm, it, Do they all suck? Yeah. That's well, no, uh, I take that back. Um, so twice a year, they have this thing called pilot season. Actors get first. At the same time, they tie up all the talent, uh, which is retarded. They should. I'm sorry. It's stupid. Um, they should just do it's it. Fucking gay. No, it's not gay. <laughs> It's, it's how dare you so fearless they are putting all the pilots that they've shot that they will decide whether they're series and people go meet to work on these shows so i i i've got a i don't know 100 scripts that i, yeah. I read five a day yeah every agent sends out the the package yeah there's a their... package of scripts and i've noticed that um there are a lot of a-list screenwriters and a-list directors now doing this which i think is the uh the death rattle of a business where they're like just she wrote that huge movie in the 80s. Just yeah, yeah. throw money at her. And I read it, and I'm like, this is horrible. Like, that David O. Russell thing that he quit. David yeah. O. Russell and this woman have this uh, thing about a country club. And I was like, cool, David O. Russell and this woman won an Oscar for something, and I read it, and it is poo-poo. Mm-hmm. Um, although John Ridley's script, American Crime, was amazing. He, he wrote really? 12 Years yeah, a Slave. Yeah, yeah. He's the real deal. But I mean, he's an interesting guy. He's written comic books and, you know. He just directed a, a film, too. Didn't he do comic books? I think he did. I don't know. Yeah. But um, that, I know him from Three Kings. Three Kings, yeah. But the network stuff, is, as, as you can quite imagine, is um, garbage. Like, it's, it, it just makes you groan. And I've gotten to the point now where I read like 10 pages and I'm, I've become the guy that I hate. Which, when I was young, and I was like, that, you have to read the whole script. Uh, ten pages. This is garbage. All right. And that's the mail sack. All right. <laughs> so yeah. I'm, in a, I'm in a bad mood. Yeah. No, John Ridley, uh, I guess, wrote for some DC stuff, uh, Superman, Batman. Um, hey, Bill, since we have this new netbook thing, yeah. do you want to try reading? Sure. All right. Um, full disclosure, I'm seeing all of this for the first time, so bear with me. Uh, I bet I still do better than Marty. Uh, here we go. I set the bar so high. <laughs> Our first email is from Jane Savage, or Jane Savage. She writes, Morning Merpophiles, or just Marty. Not sure if you still want to read this whole thing out loud, but uh, I'm not even Marty, and I'm going to. Hope everything is doing well this morning. I'll be at work reviewing balance sheets while you record, but I wanted to send some comments and thoughts on last week's show. Hey, we're getting reviewed. Being in the Seattle area, I know that Washington State is still working on some kinks in implementing legal marijuana dispensaries. 
The biggest one being the issuance of permits for both growers and those who wish to open dispensaries. The goal is to get the permits issued by December 2013, but there's still, there are still opponents of marijuana legalization who are issuing new petitions that are slowing the process down. Sad fun fact, OxyContin was also known as hillbilly heroin, poor man's heroin. OxyContin was prescribed to men who worked in the coal or logging industry and were injured. Abuse became rampant and is still an issue to this day. Now, if you hear hillbilly heroin, it is referred to as the combo of OxyContin and Ambien. Uh, and if there was a way to make this Ooh, screen fun. larger. Uh, <laughs> hey, Emily, depending on the age of the girl you are babysitting, a short attention span is not uncommon. The youngest I ever babysat was three, and you could not keep her attention on just one thing. And this was before everyone had basic cell phones. It is one of the reasons some people would just suggest not taking a young child to see a movie in the theater because their attention span, even for movies less than 80 minutes, cannot be held, and they will get restless. Not all children are like this, but a good percentage. I'm surprised you didn't mention in your news items the U.S. Senate blocking the reform bill that would have moved the uh, prosecution slash pursuit of sexual assault cases out of senior military commanders' hands and into a court-martial led by military trial lawyers. I'm not surprised we didn't talk about that because I don't, I don't know what that is. A simplistic way of describing it. Uh, it saddened her that it didn't pass and it worried her that uh, she had something in common with Ted Cruz. Is she joining the military? Is, that like, uh, is, she, sure. is she going overseas? She's enlisting? Emily's going uh, to fight? I'm not sure where Emily is. Possibly. But that's why she was worried, because she's going to enter the military? and she might. Oh, I, I, cha- I turned the I to she. Um, oh, okay. I, I changed voices on, on Jane Savage. Uh, and then she goes into charter schools. But I think we discussed that uh, ad nauseum. Um, but she's got a very um, informed opinion on charter schools. And she says, keep up the good work, and congratulations on the funding. Love and hugs. Thank you so much, Jane. And uh, let's see. Uh, Darren also said that Kroll Show was uh, renewed for a third season. Yes. It doesn't do well. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Marty's trying to help me make the screen bigger because my eyes... Right, go this way or this way? way. Newer. One more time? time? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Ooh, we have one from Maria Tortilla. She just marathoned four weeks of episodes because she got sucked into episodes of Cabin Pressure and John Finnamore's other show, Souvenir Programs. I don't know those shows. She can't stop listening to it. Emily seriously needs to listen to it. They're great. I listened to Cabin Pressure again over the weekend, and it, is ju- it just makes me laugh. And you've got Cumberbatch. Um, and that's a, is that a podcast? Uh, it's, a, it's a radio, staged radio show. Oh, okay. Um, sort of like the super adventure hour, super thrilling adventure hour. That yeah, except here. it's it's with the same characters and it's one one story. Oh, and, got it. Yeah, cool. I love. I actually love old fashioned. Oh, it, you would love it. It's very very funny. Cool. Very I'll look into yeah. that. Uh, the Monty Python guys started out that way. Started in radio. Marty, I did yell your name when I saw you and Veronica Mars at the theater. Totally worth the weird looks I got. You should definitely come to Vegas. Not to not to be read on air. Oh, sh- never mind. Uh, <laughs> Emily, uh, I agree about True Detective. Why bother going there with the king in yellow and not pay it off? And a hi to Bill so he doesn't get mad at the... I've forgotten him. Thank you for that. Well, this so is just what she says. Have a great day and thanks for cracking me up every episode. What she basically said is, uh, oh, I forgot Bill. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I am very forgettable. Hey, Veronica writes us in the mail sack. It's been forever. She was got a shout out last week. Was I, was I here last week? You were here last week. Huh. I feel like I haven't talked to you forever, Veronica. Uh, hey, everybody. Uh, I don't always write in, but when I do, it's with a depressing tale of suicide. 
All right. We had a local um, Ontario Hockey League player go missing a few weeks ago. They ended up finding his body last week, and he had died of asphyxiation with the use of helium. I'd never heard of such a thing before you guys mentioned it. Maybe he was a listener of the show. I reached someone finally. (laughs) Sorry if I'm a total downer, but I remember that this is a comedy podcast, so I thought it was appropriate to share. (laughs) I love you guys. (laughs) Well, if the only comedy was his last words were... Goodbye. Did he donate to the Indiegogo? Indiegogo. And do, we, do we still get our money? That's go, what I go, want to know. Indiegogo. Uh, Mario, Ash Williams here. Uh, one, nice to hear mentally challenged people get their points of view out. You're the best mentally challenged podcast. That's retarded. Two, Voot Voot Zitzit channel gets his vote, but have Michael Winslow from Police Academy do all the sound effects. Continued mediocrity. Yeah, Michael Winslow. Yeah. What was Voot Voot Zit Zit again? That was the, the show that Emily and I are, are going to do where it's just we just film cars being made at a factory oh, yeah. for 12 hours. And, yeah. yeah. you got to get Michael Winslow on board for that. I can't imagine he's busy. Uh, Jeff from Akron. Hey, guys and gal. No gal today. Drove two hours to Columbus to see the Veronica Mars movie in a theater and watched my digital copy Sunday. Totally worth it. Whenever I saw Marty in the frame, it would switch away almost instantly. <laughs> that's that's my life. called good that's, editing. That's my career. <laughs> Looking forward to the book next week. I'm sure you guys will already have brought this up, but heard you guys had a small earthquake. What were you guys doing when it happened? If you already talked about it, you can file this under mail statements. Mail I, statements? I, I mail already statements. forgot. It was yesterday. Yes. I was in Palm Desert. I didn't feel a thing. What were you doing in Palm Desert? My mom's out there. Oh. Just nice. having a relaxing weekend with her. Um, yeah, I didn't. I, I was I was in that twilight of wake and sleep. It was sleep. about 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I woke up right before it, which I think mm. maybe I'm part dog. You're intuitive. Oh, nice. Um, did and you then start the, barking uncontrollably? I did. I went, <laughs> no, I uh, licked my balls. and then. No, but I thought about it because uh, I'm from the East Coast. I've never experienced earthquakes. The bed shook. The house shook. Um, the woman that lives in my Lance house Mountain. with me, Lance Mountain, full panic. Born, really? born and raised in Southern California, has been through many of these. And I went, it's fine. It's either the end of the world, we're dead, or just relax. Right. And she sat up, and what do we do? And, of course, our idiot dog wasn't even awake. It didn't even. Yeah, but my I, dog slept through it. But I, uh, really? that, that was, it, it made me think, well, what, is, what do single people do when they have an earthquake? Like, what do you, what, what was your reaction? Um, people, I'm not, I'm sorry, you may be dating someone. People who live alone. Yeah. No, I just make sure that that. Half empty, like Chardonnay bottle doesn't tip over. That's all. You just like if I die, I, uh, they're gonna come and see how I live. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's like just, like changing to some clean underwear. Real, quick. I was completely naked. That was uh, it. Was very hot the day God, before. Come on, we were having fun. And I was just, completely naked. God, and so I did put some clothes on. So I'm like if I, if I die, uh, and I want my tackle hanging out. But <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you quickly like grab all the the uh, tissues filled with your ejaculate so it's like well if the, the paramedics come find me i don't want them to see how i, I have a tissue I, shredder right next to the <laughs> bed drop it right. <laughs> a tissue shredder i compost it immediately <laughs> yeah exactly mm. it just goes it try these beets right the I, I i helped uh, yeah so come over for the salad next week <laughs> use oh. your, delicious use your cum on your salad oh that's good nothing is wasted moving on in the mail sack we have chris brown who says good morning smurps it has been a while since I tossed an e-missive in the old mail sack, but mostly the rehearsal schedule for my play is kicking my ass. Mostly being up late and being up late for that and getting up early for my job manning the grill and grilling the man. Yeah. This weekend I went to see the new Denis Villeneuve uh, movie, Enemy. Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Enemy. 
uh, movie with no other info than it was by the people who did Prisoners. It was an interesting movie that I feel like I need to hear more discussion of. Uh, I can't help you there. I can't even pronounce the guy's name. But also it was a little weird for me. The movie is set in Toronto and doesn't hide it at all. Being from that area, I appreciated that, but it made me a little homesick. So during what was supposed to be a tense thriller, I was smiling that I recognized two interestingly described build- two interestingly designed buildings on Mississauga. Uh, are there movies that you have seen that on merit you know are good, but for some weird X factor, it didn't work for you? Or ones that were saved regardless of glaring issues? Cheers and happy birthday, Lou! And woo for the first designated app. Chris from Toontown, Saskatchewan. Uh, good question. Yeah. It's an excellent uh, movies question. we've seen that on merit you know are good, but for some weird X factor, didn't work for you. Um, by the way, Darren said that Monty Python did not start on a radio. All of them went to uh, from university to TV. The Monty Python guys had a radio show before they had Monty Python. That's they all I'm the, saying. No, Jesus. he's saying that they didn't. Well, they started in college, and then they got a professional radio show, and then they went to television. That's not what uh, he says. The goons started on radio. Well, um, I have I have their shit on tape, so fuck you. All right. There you go. <laughs> No end. Wrong end. Oh, uh, no. It's just like can, being at home it's with not, the lady. This is like fact. You know, I'm no. Just, I'm, it's I'm your, just, your interpretation of no, said fact. Darren only sends us facts. Maybe a couple of the guys in Monty Python got hired on a radio show that wasn't the Monty Python radio hour, but I have old cassette tapes of them doing radio bits, and it was well before they were successful on television. So that, right. that was my only point. There you go. What was the question? Are yeah. there movies you've seen that on merit you know are good, but for some weird X Factor it didn't work for you? The Life Aquatic with Steve Zazu. But it wasn't good, though. That's, That's problematic, right. right? I don't know. That's. I, I mean, thought I was supposed to love it, but I was just thinking about Wes Anderson. Yeah. I'd, yeah, no, that's... Yeah, they're like... Yeah, like a, a movie that you know is good, but something just took you out of it. I mean, like, you know, I, I recognize the, the, the... The Veronica Mars movie when you... Oh. I recognize the the Marty took the, me right out of it with well, his wooden acting. The directorship of acting of Raging Bull, but it's not a movie that really interests me. You know, mm. it's like it's very well done. Everything's all acting is great. All the cinematography is fantastic, but the boxing's not that great, and the story's not that great. Something specifically that uh, a movie that. I think was good, maybe not great, but had it specific things that took me out of it. I thought some of the stunt casting in J.J. Abrams' Star Trek reboot was incredibly distracting. I thought uh, Winona Ryder was one of the poorest choices for Spock's mother you could have cast. I, all of a sudden, Tyler Perry is making an announcement. I'm like, I get that you're Star Trek fans and want to be in this, but you just ruined the movie. No, Winona just needed to get her insurance <laughs> she need- no she's super rich she doesn't need to work no, no. Yeah. and yet I in spite that- of being super rich she's a kleptomaniac well that's when you're rich you're bored that's, yeah. that's the only way you can get yeah. excited I mean I, I I like her she's fine I mean, it didn't but bother that was me a, I thought that was, that was she looked and sounded like Winona Ryder and I was like why is Winona Ryder on Vulcan I didn't know the I far didn't future. recognize like, her what I, I was like I think I know that person but- I thought that was so distracting um Good question. Yeah. No, no, it is a good question. But also, he was talking about seeing the city uh, and being distracted by the city. And I love when I see something that I recognize. The battle in the in Avengers. I was like, yep, downtown Cleveland. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And like when you saw um, her, you, you recognized. Oh, yeah. Los Shang- Angeles. Shanghai. Oh, Shanghai. Well, yeah, but it was, it was not Shanghai. It was L.A., but it was. Right. All right. I it's I don't like there's not many parts of Boston that 
are memorable looking wise other than you know you see Fenway and uh, whatever but it's when I I hear that voice when I hear that attitude that's when I'm like oh yeah, like like a Ben Affleck directed movie I'm like yeah that's I I know those dudes so it's less um architecture and and visual and more oral more uh-huh yeah Somebody's oh, somebody lo- somebody hired a local actor who can actually do the accent. Well, I, I just saw the Last American Virgin, which is uh, something that it's a movie, one of these teen sex comedies. Love it from it, and somebody's recommended it to me, and I went to see it, or I, I watched it grudgingly. Yeah, and it's not a, it doesn't hold up. I think if I had seen it when I was a teenager, I would have thought it was hilarious and a lot sexy. Of, a lot of titties in it. A lot of titties. The eighties comedies had to have. Gratuitous, right? Tits. Because there, there was no internet porn. It was you know. very difficult to masturbate. It was yeah. like, ugh. yeah. Can, when are the tits coming around again? Yeah, exactly. And and uh, you were were at that point in the videotape, just You're scrolling back. And yeah. forth. <laughs> <laughs> who were who wore out the heads on that fucking VCR, Marty? I, I, don't, I, I don't know. Who's watching Hard Bodies again? <laughs> yes, there was also a lot of gratuitous large. Actresses who had to take their tops off, yeah, for no. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. just Shelley Long in a movie with uh, Tom Cruise losing it, and she's just like, "No, I don't need to see her topless." But the the point is that it took place in L.A., and when you see landmarks, you're just like, "Oh, you," and you you know, it's what thirty two years ago. You're like, "Oh, look at how it's changed," or "Look at how much it still looks the same." And so I was, I like that in a movie because you know, I I get. I get uh, involved. That, I in do it. like that about L.A. because L.A. changes its skin once every two and a half years. It's a completely different city, aside from the Hollywood sign and a couple other things. Downtown does not look like downtown right. from At three all. years ago. It is a completely different place. So that's fun being a Los Angelino now when you can see. Oh, Sunset Boulevard doesn't look like they don't have that anymore. That's gone. Right, right. That's now Chipotle, and that's gone, and that's gone, and she's well, she's still there. But you know, yeah. Or the Long Goodbye is is a great yeah. movie. It's a great movie, and also it also is shot in nineteen seventy four Hollywood and or whenever it was. But um, it's great, it, and it, you just think like. Oh, there's where so and so lives, and oh, mm-hmm. I I went to a party over there, and then I was watching Sunset Boulevard, and and the he's doing the voice. It was like I had to go to a party at a writer's place up on Las Palmas. I was like, I live on Las Palmas. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. That's awesome. But you don't live there anymore. No, no. I did love. Uh, obviously, I did love American Splendor, um, which t- very much took advantage of being about and shooting in capture the cleveland the joys of cleveland it just felt like (laughs) gray and rainy and tough and you know they did a good job of they 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 didn't misrepresent the city well that's what i hate hate about uh, they they shoot a lot of movies in boston or when they shoot them they they always film it on a pretty day and the college kids and usually fall where the leaves are changing that's not my experience no no harvey peacock's losing his voice shopping for records in the rain yeah like yep yep that looks very. I think uh, what's his name who did Nebraska? Cho- Alexander, Alexander Payne, Payne chose to shoot it in black and white because that's what it feels like yeah. to be in Nebraska. Yeah, yeah. Just, and it works. It totally. I, works. I, I didn't see it, but I, I appreciated oh. that choice because. I, and I also hate how they shoot L.A. a lot because they they will find the, the prettiest day right. and helicopter shots of the establishing. Like no, it's that's L- why her was great because it just yeah. looked hazy and gross every day. <laughs> And that's why film noir is great because they, for budget reasons, they shot on location in parts of LA that don't exist anymore. And they, they were shooting outdoors with what they had. They weren't, they weren't trying to pretty it up because it was movies about the darker side and they were all shot on location. So you just get these great 
vistas of a beat up LA in the forties and fifties. I know, but they're always so far away. They like put the camera really far away. LA experience is usually seen through a windshield of a car. You're either looking right. for parking or, <laughs> right. dr- or stuck in, stuck traffic. in traffic. Yeah. yeah they yeah. should do a whole movie in a car. Cause that's pretty much most of your life in LA is like, well, I'm in a building and I'm doing something and then I get in a car and, ugh, look at this fucking asshole with a, what do you, what do you drive? A Honda fit. He's off to an audition. He's got headshots I, I all I, over his backseat of his car. I'm going to drive gonna... in my Honda Fit at noon to re- get to a 1240 audition across town. Oh. So uh, that was the mail sack. Uh, the, That's how did we... you read this one for Brian Hughes, this shout out? Did this happen already? Great uh, I'm pot. just going great, through great, Marty's. Great, yeah, yeah that's, that was great from job. a while ago. Great. Okay, yeah. Cool. That, yeah. Is that Marty's personal emails in there? Yeah. So I was um, checking out your profile on Match, and I feel like... 519 unread emails. I got my Gmail account down to zero. Why? Because it's... Who cares? It's cleaner. It's less stressful. Feels better. You know what's Feels less stressful is not caring about it. I have... You a, don't care about the people trying to reach you? No, I don't care about the... Un, I have 1,781 unread emails Ugh. in my box. And I, Ugh. I doesn't make me... doesn't worry me in the least. It's you're weirdly compulsive. I'm not weirdly compulsive. Your house smells like dogs. Well, because dogs live here. Because you don't is that care. What, is that what I smell? Because you don't care. Because you don't clean up. Because you don't care. No, it's it's pretty clean right now. Yeah, it smells like dogs. Well, it's because dogs live here. Um, Eric Idle, wash your dogs. Grew up in Wolf Amsterdam. More than being just an Englishman, uh, his mon- uh, Darren's Monty Python knowledge comes from that. Don't go up against a Brit with Monty Python. That's, yeah, that is he their. Said, uh, Darren says that Monty Python released their albums um, of their TV shows. None worked on radio shows. I can prove you wrong because it wasn't an album. Well, no. He said they released albums of the TV show. Yeah, but it wasn't Monty Python. It was before they were Monty Python. It was John Cleese and one other guy doing a comedy bit for BBC Radio. Well, that was The Goons. (laughs) I don't care what it was called. It happened. You call whatever the fuck you want. All right. Um, so if you're bored today, I don't know where this came from in my head, but I remember reading a script years ago, and it was called Press Your Luck, and it was going to be Bill Murray, and I think Ben Ben Stiller was supposed to be in it, and it was a script about a real dude, I believe from the Ohio area. He had that sort of sad Midwest, <laughs> I never got a, a, a share in life kind of failure. He actually drove a... Um, ice cream truck, which it seems like if you wrote it, you'd be like, nobody drives an ice cream. He was an unemployed <laughs> right. ice cream truck driver. <laughs> From Lebanon, Ohio. From Lebanon, Ohio. Go fighting white people. Anyway, he, in the 80s, was uh, obsessed with a show called Press Your Luck, which is a horrible, horrible game show where you answer some questions and then these... No whammies. No whammies. No whammies. It's uh, this rotating board of prizes and then these things called whammies, who if you hit... The, your plunger and you the lights came up on the whammy you would lose all your money and the the catchphrase was no whammies no whammies and it was just the epitome of 80s horrible daytime television and I this dude it. videotaped them had about 10 screens going yeah and he was always trying to to make a fast buck yes was he a- was one of these i don't want to work which why i say like you know midwest kind of sad like but lot, apparently he's a very line. smart guy smart you know? dude but not smart enough to not drive a ice cream truck <laughs> and he found the pattern 
And he went on. Oh wow! And he went on, and he won like a hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Uh, but he was on forever, like like you no, know, he's he on one day. You can only stay one day. Was it on yeah, one day? I know because I, I, of course, I, and I don't. This is my brain. I read the script like fifteen years ago, and I was like, Bill Murray. And he kind of when you see him, you're like, Bill Murray would fucking destroy this. It would yeah. be so awesome. And the, I mean, I saw that episode. When, yeah, it was yeah. a two-parter because he he just right. kept winning. Right, right, right. And um, I'm you, trying to find the script because it was really good. But if there's like a YouTube videos about him, and then he won 120 grand, and of course, then turned in the money into singles because a radio station was giving away a million dollars if you get the right numbers. So he and his wife would just look yeah. at one dollar bills. <laughs> like that's what I'm saying. Like he's it's just that Midwest <laughs> sadness. And then he didn't trust banks, so he and he his kept, wife went out. And they and stole fifty thousand dollars in bags of ones. Yeah, from his house. somebody stole, broke in, and stole his money. But and, yeah, look it up. I forgot his name. And he died really young. His name was Michael Larson. Michael Larson. Yes, he beat the system. It, it's it's fascinating to watch. And the script never got made. Never got made. It's one of those. Wow. This. I think it was around quiz show, and that had been uh, successful. And this, but this could have been like a, a comedy. Dark comedy. You know. Yeah. Yes. Because uh, starring Patton Oswalt. He's yes. such a character, and and he. He died um, in. It's not a it's not a happy story, but it is like a, a David and Goliath tale. He just sat there, and you know the, now they have computers that could randomize things. There were five patterns, and he just sat there and figured it out. It yeah. reminded me of King of King of Kong, King Kong. King yeah, Kong? yeah. The, oh yeah, the mm-hmm. great Don- documentary about Donkey Kong competition, just like personalities, unemployed pe- men sitting at home just. Sort of, you know, like what's like across like us, the, but kind of like a little guys, more productive. Yeah, but actually finding a way to make money. No, you guys, you found a way to make money. Indiegogo some money. Have you ever, um, have you ever used a Airbnb? Yes, yeah. I'm using it when I go to Hong Kong. Oh, really? Yeah, so great. how does how does it work? It's awesome. Um, they arrange prostitutes to be in a house. Oh, oh Airbnb. Uh, that's another thing. Yeah. No, but how you I, type I, in your destination and the number of people and sort of how close to the city center or whatever it is or whatever other you know search factors you want and it, it brings up the um apartments or houses or rooms that are available that that date um and then you contact the people and they say whether or not it's available and are you, you turning it. this place into an airbnb i i could i mean i'm right close to the bus stops you know you can get where you need to go really quickly. Uh, Tuesdays, I do a little podcast in my uh, living room. So, yeah, or so whatever, whatever. This is the, the, the dining room. Right? Yeah. No, the, this is the studio. Studio. <laughs> we're in the studio. So yeah. we're going to make a little noise from about 9 to 11. But yeah. that'll be a cute girl. She'll come by. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe not. But where have you? you I've used it before. Yes. And you're using it in Hong Kong? In Hong Kong. Like, how much do you save? Like, do, well, you rent an apartment. It's Yeah, it's, it's just a completely different experience than a hotel. So. But is it a lot cheaper? Yes. Well, right. in Hong Kong, yes. Right. But yeah, it, it depends, and it depends on the quality. I mean, you can stay in a mansion. You can stay in a castle. You can stay right. in somewhere really nice. But if you're, if you're not worried about where you're staying and you're more concerned about where you're going to be. And is it creepy being in someone else's house? I love it. Yeah. Uh, it's even new places to beat off. <laughs> you get up and you make tea at a, at a stove. It's just so much. I don't, I don't like You've hotels. You've never done this before? I don't like no, I don't travel well. that much. Oh, that's right. No, you haven't, <laughs> I, don't I don't go more don't than a mile from yeah. my home. Yeah, it's um, great. You get a kitchen, and you, uh, the part of Hong Kong that uh, all the hotels, like every city, is the sort of business commercial district. And I wanted to stay where like real people live, right. so you feel like you're living in a city. You know, I took the bus to the oh Veronica Mars premiere, oh, and it was so, so awesome. Did you like, really? Yeah, and they just like hopped on the bus, and like it, 
lets you off right in front of the Chinese theater. So it's just like doop 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 doop. This is like American Splendor too, right? Oh here. my god! Oh, I gotta was, go see the movie I'm in. A, I'm taking the bus. It was a buck fifty, and I didn't have to worry about parking. So there you go. Oh my god! Put it all into the podcast. So Ari Tiemann is a stand-up comedian in New York City. So he uh, he rented out his place on Airbnb uh, to uh, David Carter, and he David Carter is a verified. Uh, user, you know, and with all positive reviews. And I, and I guess that's how you decide who stays yes. at your place, right? Um, and then he informed him that, like, it would be, um, Carter said, like, it'll be me and my in-laws staying uh, to attend a wedding. What he didn't know, what it, so what happens was uh, he, uh, Timon, he went back to his apartment because he was leaving town to, to pick up his luggage and he found there was a an orgy happening. Jesus. He just said the worst part of the internet was right there in my apartment. A rowdy party of like naked people um, uh, were there. And so this guy had sent out um, a thing, like a postcard that said like Saturday, March 9th, 10 PM until whatever, turn up for the panty raid. And then you call or text and then they text you the phone number, uh, the uh, address. And so this guy's place was just full of naked Weird people having sex in his apartment. It's a gamble. Yep. Yeah. And Wait, but so if you're a when, homeowner, it's a gamble. When you've stayed in a hotel, Marty, right? You've, oh, yeah. you've ventured out further than, uh, I, than I've heard of these. You've things. heard. Yeah. You're staying in a bed. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. People have fucked in. This I don't bed. have a problem with. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what's what's the problem? Well, no, I'm, I'm. I mean, they rented your house. They want to. Every people want to fuck it next to the toaster in the kitchen. Sure, why not? Well, there, there's an expectation that uh, I'm gonna fuck my lady in this place in Hong Kong. I mean, that's you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a, I got a but, pounder in every. Continent. But having a room full of of strangers is a different was thing. Was it? Was it gay? It was a no. It does. It oh, wasn't. okay. Then it's fine. No, <laughs> just but, grab a chick and just start plowing. It sounds fun. No, this guy's getting evicted from his apartment. Because oh, because you're not Ooh, supposed to have orgies. Orgies where where you don't invite your neighbors. Oh yeah, that's, yeah. you got to invite the people on the board. Frowns yeah. sharply on that. Um, it is a risk. All right, yeah. <laughs> there so you go. Please let this place open this place up for you. Have an apartment downstairs, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's not off- occupied. No, no, it's it's occupied. Oh, it is occupied. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they didn't move in together. They're, that's the plan. They're they're supposed to move in together, but um, <laughs> so I could have an opening soon. So yeah, come uh, stay in the uh, the the rape dungeon downstairs. Yeah, d- Marty used just, place. I'll hose it off right before you come. It'll be a fun guest every week. So what are you doing? Uh, you know, I'm here making Hollywood. Okay, great. Jesus, take the bus to Hollywood. You can take a bus to uh, Hollywood Center. Yeah, from here, absolutely from like the center of it all. Yep, oh, great. What, what's the number? So I, it's the eighty. Uh, it's the one eighty one. No, 50? no one buck fifty. Yeah, buck fifty. Okay, yeah, takes you right there, and it <laughs> comes by. A, you know, or you can take the express if you if you're willing oh, to walk four God. blocks. You can take oh. the the express, and that takes you know, shapes just ten minutes. Keep off. Keep ladling the sadness on yourself. What? What's wrong? I was did it out of <laughs> ecological reasons. I was trying <laughs> no, to lower no. my. Carbon you, footprint. You didn't want to pay for parking at, at the uh, no ar- at was, the arc light. It was free parking. It was. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I think that would be a good way to bring new guests into the podcast. This Airbnb beers. Yeah. You want to stay at yeah. Marty, we'll, sh- we'll shave twenty bucks off if there you come you on yeah. the podcast. We'll give you a, a soon to be created T-shirt. 
Um, wonderful. S- wonderful. Steve, great to have you back. Thank you. How does it feel to be back? It feels good. Yeah. It's been a while. I've been oppressed. Yeah. Didn't do the uh, mom voice the whole time. I said I wasn't going to do it. I feel, I'm pretty proud. Yeah. Well, that's the one reason why people like you on the show. I know. It's the, my one redeeming factor. Yeah. And that and um, can you give us a little Gandolfini? That wasn't me. Who did that? That was me laughing through my nose in real life. He's dead. I just saw his last movie, too. So now his new new impression is... Yeah, that's him dead. He he finally got his... uh, I I mastered... His sinus is cleared up. I finally mastered an impression. Only in death could he breathe properly. Yeah. That's too bad. Um, The Indiegogo... I think we're just going to keep the Indiegogo... You know, people, latecomers have been coming in and contributing, so we're going to keep that up through the end. Because the response has been really fantastic. So I really appreciate this, it. This Go to fruit plate that you provided I, us. Oh, wait. You didn't. Even James would have like some fruit. I had muffins. Oh, not muffins. I had biscuits last week. They were but, good biscuits. Yeah. Uh, so please, if you haven't uh, given, go to Indiegogo and search for a Tuesday's morning. <laughs> and then you will get a, a shout out in the shouts out section. <laughs> Uh, and you can email us. We had some great emails this week, and maybe Emily or Steve will read next week. Uh, though, Bill, you did a great job. Oh, thank you. And that's um, at noonerpodcast at gmail.com. Nooner, Nooner Dan Marty on the <laughs> Here Twitter. We go. Oh, my God. That's, uh, what is your handle? At Stephen P-H-E-N Kruger. I said handle. I know. All right. Uh, and Bill is... It's Oprah. Tweeterson, sir. Okay. And Emily O'Hara... Marty you, Dan Etheridge, just use our names and you'll get us. Uh, and uh, What some... about the Mexican guy? You don't give him any love? Oh, that's DJ Master. Yeah, he's still yeah, here. Spirit. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Maybe we'll call him next week. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, we'll, I'll, 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 I'll email again. him and we'll get him online now that we have this phone thing kind of working. Um, and uh, Steve, got any good meetings this week? And now I'm going to go see Kraftwerk tonight. Kraftwerk. Yeah, Are you going to see all the all the nights? Isn't just every, tonight? It's yeah. Autobahn. Oh, yeah, yeah. it'll yeah. be fun. Three D. It's gonna be great. Nice. If you ever come to L.A., go see uh, something at Disney Hall. It's pretty cool. And how many nights are they doing? I don't know. All their albums or whatever. Right, right. And if see, you're old, you'll you'll remember who Kraftwerk are. And if you're young, you'll look them up. And just, and if you just, like the Big Lebowski, you'll catch the reference. Yeah, just listen to fucking Skrillex. It's good. The new Skrillex album? It's very good, yeah. Really? Yeah. It hasn't gotten great reviews. No, it sucks. <laughs> l- l- listen to Glitch Mob. It's better. Um, That's the shit. What's Glitch Mob? I listen to, I listen to music like a, like a 22-year-old. I don't know what's wrong with me. I, I have some weird... I can't listen to old people music. Glitch Mob is uh, the dubstep, and it's, it's uh, quite good. Oh, yeah. If you're 22 and, you know. All right. Nice. So this is the, for those of you who weren't born uh, in the 19, 60s. This is 1974. Yeah. All right. Yes. This is a 22-minute song about a road in Germany. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll be dancing in the aisles tonight to this. Oh. Turn it up. Oh my Turn God. it up. Yeah. All right. The Germans are not the most rocking people in there. <laughs> But they pioneered they got electronic thing. music. This is the origins of electronic music. Yeah, this and, and like new, aren't they? Can. No, can. can aren't electronic. No, they're, they're folky, but new. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I this can't. goes on for 22 minutes. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I will be on drugs. There, there'll be some chemical in my body that, nice. that helps me uh, deal with it. But yeah. 
All right. Well, hopefully Emily's hangover will have recovered by next Tuesday, and we'll have her She's back. A delicate flower. And your teeth are looking very white, Bill. Oh, really? Yeah. I started flossing. Oh, there you go. All right. We will see you next Tuesday, and happy Bye, birthday, Lou. Lou. That was your show of shows. If that fuck. Time to tip that fuck. Time to tip that fuck. Time to tip that fuck. has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.